in a world filled with lame ducks. One duck rises above all others in his quest for power. But he knew too much. He went too far. He ruffled too many feathers and bit the hand that feeds him. Now, one man is determined to stop him. The man who raised him. From the studio that brought you the Hamtramck Avengers. Embark on a journey of a man and his duck. From the wine-drenched cellars of New Zealand to the barren underground bunkers of sunny Hamtramck. Follow the duck tale inspired by true events. An original story from the creators of Scottcast. Starring Scott Krause, fan favorite Ian Dixon, Sam Neill, the ghost of Christopher Lee, and one badass duck. One man, one duck, one desire, one decision that could change the fate of the world. If it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it probably takes over the world. Like a duck. Sam Neill's duck is the Ductator. A duck once said that bread is for poor people. Oh, yeah. Oh, are we supposed to talk right now? Yeah, we took a talk. A little bit, just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, here I have to do a thing. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. It is episode 49, and we are in sunny Hamtramck with none other than the Sneaky D. He snuck in right before episode 50, didn't you? Yeah, Sneaky Diesel. Yeah, Sneaky Diesel. Yeah, I just came up with that. Do you even drive a diesel? You don't drive a diesel. I'm wearing diesel cologne. Diesel, like Vin Diesel? Yeah. Really? You bought Vin Diesel cologne? what's the name of my company, Scott? Uh, Van Van Diesel Diesel Productions. Why do you call yourself Van Diesel? Because I'm of the diesel, baby. What does that mean? You know, that's funny about that is that's that was a placeholder name that I just started using as my company name. Okay. Um, because I knew nobody cared. Right. But uh, it's kind of stuck for right now. I'm probably like going to. Re- I need to rebrand a little bit. But it was actually my gaming channel for a while. Is that is that? I'm going to look up the like the, Van Diesel Productions. Van Diesel the name dot com. Like Van Diesel. Van Diesel. If you look up Van Diesel Productions. Then you'll you might you may find my company. I don't know. It's a personal training company, therapeutic services, and whatnot. But VanDiesel.com is what? taken. Hmm. So you have to go to productions. Well, you know, it's not really a see. That's a problem. It's not actually. I don't actually do like productions. I don't. I mean, what's my? What's, our product is what, you. Wait a minute. <laughs> what so is wait, it? wait. You you wait. Your website's called VanDieselProductions.com. No, I don't have a website. Oh, uh, that's where you. That's where you come in, Scott. Oh, okay. Oh, this is a when I rebrand. Sale. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we get because we remember we talked about rebranding that one time. We did. Yeah. yeah. We well, we wanted you to get your own podcast, your own fitness podcast, <laughs> because I wanted to listen to it and then have and be fit. But I'm not fit, aren't I? I'm a skinny little. Maybe, I, I, like, I, I can barely lift my own self out of the bed. We'll, we'll be. How about I? You'll be the first person I transform as part of my company. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll do that. Yeah. And we don't have to do that my zone thing. We'll trade for Scott Cast promotion <laughs> for for work. <laughs> yeah, you you uh, you'll be able to walk around Sunny Hamtramck and just like a really flex and like quick pace. 
Yeah, briskly. <laughs> Real brisk. The only thing that's going to be brisk about it is the temperature. But well, well maybe the speed. It's getting a little cold. We had our first snowfall. We did get a our while. first snowfall. Yeah. The, the season. Yeah, and you know what's nice about that? And this is what my girlfriend says. She's like, she's like, she's like, yeah, it looks really nice for like the first two seconds. Like, oh, it's so pretty. And then you're like, oh, shit. Snow sucks. Yeah. It's the, that was, that it's the harbinger of grayness and no more vitamin D for the next five months. That's what supplements are for, Scott. Uh, Sabelle gave me some supplements. Some seps? She gave me some vitamin D supplements. Mm. I haven't taken them yet. Vitamin D three. Instead, I you got to get that vitamin. Going. You got to get that that D in there. You got to sneak it in there. Yeah, I got to sneak in that D. Sneaky D three. Like I'm doing with this episode. Yeah, it's good to be back, Scott. Yeah, a little hiatus there. Did you like the sound effects we introduced in the last episode? Yeah, there was one in particular I I have noticed <laughs> involving me. No, not that, not that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> But um, uh, oh, you want to address uh, the uh, the Me Too accusations and allegations? Yeah. After Scott cast, there's going to be hella bitches up in here. What should exactly should I just thinking? address that now, or should, should well, we wait? I think, I think we can't just <laughs> leave the listeners lingering. Like, and besides, maybe I do want to end this episode early. Mm. If uh, public well, opinion, finds I mean, it's going to end real quickly if I'm resigning for that controversial statement. So did you accept your formal request to resign? I, I resigned from that resigning. I'm not... You feel resigned in resignation? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. This just ends. Sneaky G has a statement regarding his uh, being signed off of resigning from resignation. Um, tell me, Sneaky D, did you believe that hella bitches are coming your way if you stay on and that's why you're staying on to the Scott cast position some as some sort of uh, broadcasting womanizer listen man let's just let me take the politician standpoint here and just say it's a little misconstrued okay what this gotta, it's all about context after Scott cast there's gonna be hella bitches up in here now, if you look at the context of that you'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll become very clear what I was saying okay well, what's the context there's no context first of all the context was I was responding responding to something you said <laughs> so what I say I didn't say anything oh, hmm. I was I was a very I was very quiet and mousy in the early Scott cast really days, having not discovered my legs my podcasting legs well me as your you know, pseudo co-host during that time was, I was playing off of you, Scott, and, uh, not to throw you under the bus here, man. That's exactly what you're doing, but go on. Yeah. You know, no problem. Well, I can't resign because I am Scott. Yeah. If Scott from Scott cast resigns, it's like Roseanne show becoming some other show. Right. You'd have to change your name. You'd have to start up another cast, but yeah, I don't know, man. I got the tapes to saying. You don't want me to. You don't want me to to go into the vault, okay? All Disney esque and just whip that out. This Justin Sneaky D holds Scott's integrity ransom with with alleged tapes of uh, the leaks. With alleged tapes of uh, him saying improper things. I'm just saying, man. It's like you know what? It's like Joe Rogan always says: you got to look at things in context. Yeah, you do got to look things in context. Can't just take me out of context like like Jordan Peterson. After Scott cast, there's going to be hella bitches up I don't in know. Here. I don't think there is a context where that makes sense. Oh, there's always a context. I don't know. Mm. Well, 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 maybe address this on episode 50, The Trial of Sweaty D. <laughs> sweaty D. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're, you're sweaty now because uh, uh, <laughs> a little, little, little slip there. I don't know if it's Freudian, but it's definitely, that was uh, definitely, definitely, Freudian. Related, definitely related to the D. <laughs> it was Freudian 
and perfect. Sneaky in the D. That's the writer's mind for you. That's what I call it. The writer's mind. When I make a Freudian slip, that mm. is, happens to be a propo. What? <laughs> oh, propo? Oh, propo. Not appropriate? Appropriate? Appropriate, but a propo. With an S. I propose. 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 I don't know what you're saying, Scott. Sounds like you got peanut butter in the top of your mouth. It's not making any sense. <laughs> Whatever. You're going to have to censor that out, that little smacking. Let me look it up. Saying. A pro. 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 Po, po, what? Sounds like you're saying. Oh, it's all one word. Apropos. Oh. Apropos. Apropos. <laughs> well, just let her. You know, Scott, if you come across a word that you're struggling with, like cryogenics, for example, just uh, just play that. <laughs> have El Goog do it for you. Okay, I'm going to type Google. in cryogenics. Have Google uh, help you out there. Okay, there you go. Cryogenics. Cryogenics. Yeah, cryogenics. She's so aggressive when she says things. Cryogenics. How about a little softer there? I don't, I don't know. Cryogenics. Jeez. Cry. Cryogenics. See, if I were to look at that. Wait, I don't have my glasses on. Hold on a second. It looks like cryogenics to me. Yep. No, it's like chirogenics. Look, chi- how, how is that even an O in there? It's chirogenics. Just, it's like chirogenics. An, that's the thing I don't understand about whatever that's called. The the when they it's the phonetic pronunciation, but it's like IPA. I think I don't even know what the, I thought. The, I thought IPA was Indian Pale Ale, but apparently it, it's for when you write a bunch of strange words and flip them the letters upside down. But there's like definitely an upside down E that doesn't even make an O sound. How is that cry O? I can see where you get messed up. Is that, that chirogenics? It's like it's like. I feel dyslexic when I'm looking at that. You're looking up the IPA chart? Yeah. That's not the IPA chart we want to be looking at right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Checking this whiskey. Yeah. Okay, so it's definitely chirogenics, and it's the way it's spelled that makes it... Because that's... That's how I learn words. I don't, I don't speak to people. I just read a lot. And it's showing in the mm. fact that I've been podcasting a lot lately, and I don't... I usually don't know what I'm saying... Indefinitely after the fact, I can't read people's responses. Hmm. I just charge right ahead. You know, there's some cer- there's certain the words, words that you read a lot, and you never have to say out loud. Mm-hmm. Like hierogenics. I mean, there, yeah, there, like there's certain websites too that I just don't even know. Like Imager is that how you say it? That happened the other day. Imger. 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 I knew it was wrong, and I was like, I was trying to like explain to somebody on the, this site because it was like this meme I was pointing out, and I was like. Oh yeah, it's on. Uh, what? What? How do you even? How do you even say this? Uh, Imger. Uh, Imger. Imger. I was like, I had no idea. It, it's like the GIF versus GIF thing. This is the man responsible for all the science and technology in Scott Cast City. Everybody. What? Oh well, that I like that title though. Head scientist. Imger. 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 Get it good. Yeah, get in there real nasty. He's responsible for all of our safety and well-being. There was one word I I used to say that. Well, there was there was a word. I'm trying to remember the word. Oh, it was epitome. Epitome. And I used to read this word all the time. Epitome. Epitome. Yeah, that is definitely, yeah. I, have, you, have you been there, Scott? Have I've you been had there. That? You, okay. Uh, I'm glad I'm was... not the only person. That's funny because like, I used to, and then one day it just dawned on me. It was like, those are the same effing words. And actually, I think it was when I was on this, like Google. Mm-hmm. I was on uh, dictionary.com. And I and I looked it up just for like the fifteenth time. I was like, "Oh, that's that sounds a lot like epitome." And yeah. then I had an epitome about epitome. No, that's no, that, that's an epiphany. Epiphany, shit. <laughs> epitome is. A I know person, that's that is the epitome. I want to remind this, you, that David. Is, no, without looking at the definition on the screen, Scott. No, <laughs> that is the epitome of the show. Like, because like the epitome of mess ups on the show. Because it's all about the crooks of the matter is that we can't pronounce shit. Yeah, <laughs> we can't remember shit. They were the podcasters that uh, don't know 
how to say what we're saying. All right, I'll look at it. That's a perfect example. Yeah, that's exactly. What is that? What it? I missed it again. Epitome. Epitome. Just epitome. Epitome. <laughs> that sounds like a British thing. Like, would you like a splash of that? Would you like? Oh, I'll just take just epitome. Epitome. Just epitome. A little bit to me. Like a pinch? No, epitome. Epitome. Just a bit of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit to me. So you've been catching up with Scottcast. I've been listening. You're listening. I haven't got any invites lately. To be on. Oh well, it's assumed invite. Like just. Ah. Just well, be like, I need to pod soon. When are we potting? You should assume that I work 70 hours a week, so you should just... Yeah, exactly. So why am, why am I the one responsible for penciling you in when you're the one with the schedule that requires finessing around? You should pencil me in. I'm pretty flexible. Listen, mm. talk to your secretary, Kyle. Kyle. Just have him. He's right there. He just brushed up against my leg. Wednesdays and Fridays... No, just Wednesdays are taken, but Fridays are particularly uh, good... For Scott Cast, you should come by and we pod with Ian and we'll become the triumvirate. I want to become the triumvirate mm. letter episode mm, I like 50. It. It's on. very Roman. Yeah. Mm. I, want, I want to do that. I want to become the triumvirate. Oh, do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this means I need the room cleared for a second. Yeah. I want to teach Scott how to do a sexy movie voice thing today. I don't want to. I don't know. We'll save that for the last. Oh, it's going gonna, gonna gonna to involve of, anatomy and shit. It's going to involve anatomy and practice. Yeah, it's going to be good. Put that on the list, Scott. We got a list today, folks. Voice training. We have an official bullet list. We're not going to I'm not going to go over it here, but I but yes, we do have a bullet list. We're going to keep this train going. We've got some topics bullet we train, definitely man. want. We got a bullet train going yeah. that we definitely want to keep on call track. It, call it the bullet train, Scott. The bullet train. Here comes the bullet train. Get ready. Oh, first car on the bullet train. We've got some episodes, and you have some thoughts on these episodes. What's the earliest episode you have thoughts on? I know you're clamoring to talk about Sundays with Sabelle. What? I think. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, is that the Sundays with Sabelle sound? I think that's. I think that's what it should be. That's, that's we found. That's perfect. That's the Sundays with Sabelle. That is the epitome of. Yeah, it kind of just interrupted me with that, but that's okay. What is that? I just, I just want to say something real quick, but I feel like you're just going <laughs> to... I can see your... He's got an itchy trigger finger there. He's just hovering over. It's like you're like Dr. Evil, just, and you're just, you're just hovering your hand over. Because we have this awesome table now, or uh-huh. you do. Yeah. It's not mine, but I, I'm here. Well, it's the Scottcast table, first I mean, and foremost. I mean, it's like we as the royal we, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the knights of the round table were kind of like the... Uh, Knights of the Oval table right now. Yeah. But not the office isn't oval, but our table is. Yeah. It's a big poker table. That's yeah. what it is. is it, oh, okay. If you want to be I a, stole it from the, the exact about it. Tell them Steve Dave comic book mena crowd. They have a big poker table. They do podcasts on it. Really, it's a perfect table for podcasting. Like this, I'm going all in on this. Shove everything towards the, all your drinks towards the middle. Yeah. Well, that'd be <laughs> Your not, vitamin that'd, water, that'd, your whiskey, your beer. This isn't vitamin. This is alkaline spring water. How dare you? When you want a beer, you get yourself a beer. I'm taking not your beer. Beer stolen. Wait, what's in that little glass there? That was wine. <laughs> okay. Wow, we got all the different spirits here. We got a lot of spirits here. I was drinking wine because Sam Neill... I was investigating his mm. Twitter handle, Two Paddocks. Oh, like a paddock, as in like a animal? Like you, yeah, like a, What's that? like a dinosaur. But that's what I thought it was. I was like, oh, you're referencing paddock. No, paddock, P A D D O C K. Okay, not like a padlock. That's a that's a that's a lock. Yeah, no. So two paddocks. It, it, so you're investigating his winery. What I what I my thoughts on that was: what kind of wine does he grow? Is it like a kiwi wine? Pinot noir. Is that? 
I know, but like it's probably probably well, yeah. You can just go with it, but like and it's a New Zealand. You know how they have all these different kinds of wines? Do they have wine that you can make from? I mean, you can make it from any. You can ferment any fruit, right? He's definitely a grape fiend. I mean, he's in New Zealand, which is kiwi territory. Territory. He doesn't do that shit. See, here's my thought, Scott. Kiwi is a superfruit. Okay, and I usually don't no, use that. That's a Sam Neil. Think about it. So What's everybody so great used, about kiwis. Kiwis are awesome, man. They just they're high in like a ton kiwis. ton of different vitamins. They have way more vitamin C than oranges and shit. Okay. Yeah. But like but even in oranges like an overdose of vitamin C, isn't it? It's like can't, a thousand percent of You can't really C. overdose on vitamin C. It's a water soluble vitamin, so you just pee mm. it out. You can I mean there like if you have like five thousand percent of your daily vitamin C, maybe you're approaching toxicity, but it's minor side effects. It's not like you're gonna die. I mean if you take enough of anything, you're probably dying from whatever too much of accumulation of whatever the substance was that had the vitamin C than the actual vitamin C. Like okay, you're dying from the ago. actual... I'm yeah, like an orange. <laughs> if you ate like 10 bushels full of oranges, I think you'd die from the actual oranges than the vitamin C within the oranges. Yeah, your you know, stomach okay. would explode. But like, I, we, we, yeah, I don't want to get into the... But like, you know, vitamins A, D, E, and K are fat soluble. Those are the ones that you can't... That you don't want to overdose on. Too much kale. Although vitamin D, hey, mm-hmm. you got to get that. Yeah, you got to get right. that any way you can. And that's, Sneak that's, it in. I'm sneaking in the D in episode 49 today on ScottCast. Good. So this bullet train thing? What? Oh, wait, why are we talking about Sam Neill? We were talking about Sam Neill because I was drinking wine. And he had a, oh, okay. And I wanted to get into the Sam Neill spirit of things because you gave me the most wonderful gift last night of a perfect oh. movie trailer voice. Ooh. Are you going to play it sometime? Um, I haven't done anything to edit it, but we could just listen to it too. The, uh, which version do you have? The one that you sent. The the original or the Satan version? Um, one of them's my voice, and the other one's me dropped down six point six six. Six steps. I don't know what, but that's when you go to Audacity, you can drop the pitch by six point six six something. That's musical steps. And oh yes, so that's like a half an octave. Sorry, I almost made a faux pas in terms of like the paw being musical steps. Yeah, yeah. A musical faux pas. Watch yourself. I almost made six point six faux pas. This is taking a while to pull up. Hmm. Oh well. Did so? Did you get two versions that I sent? I did. I just need to get to where you sent them. Well, I'm just stalling for you, so <laughs> don't call me Hitler because I'm stalling. Jesus Christ, that's got to get deleted. <laughs> Wise words, Scott. Wise words. That is my favorite thing in the world. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just my voice, but when you do the little Satan thing, it sounds like just like the movie guy. It's so much fun. I just yeah. want to make some more stuff. Some more trailers. Yeah, like when that is premieres in this episode, the thing we just listened to, it's going to have all the effects. Actually, why don't you just put it at the beginning? Just see what happens. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. You, now you want it at the beginning? Like you, I want like, it. Like you're, how about, okay. How you about, can't handle it? How about the beginning and then now and then also at the end? Is that too much to ask? Three times, huh? Okay. Like, how about the beginning, Scott? <laughs> you can put the cleverly edited one at the beginning and then the one right now. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Okay. But okay, I just like doing it. the voice. Do it. It's a good voice. It's a good voice. It's you sound a... like the hormone monster in Big Mouth, which you haven't watched. I'll watch it. There's other things I gotta watch too. And that's something we could talk about on Bullet Train. That's right. And we're on Bullet Train, and we're on the first stop of this Bullet Train is Sundays with Sabelle. You've got five thoughts about it, which is the premiere. You said you had to got five thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's right. I do. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, the I, premiere I, of Five Thoughts with David. 
And we're launching with Sundays with Sabelle. So I'm going to have like a minute to do a rundown of this? Um, you don't have to. We, we, won't, we won't do the time limit right now. Well, just because I want to hear your... I want to hear your full thoughts on Sundays with Sabao. But in the future, we will have a time limit, and I'll castigate you for not being able to. But I, but I want your full opinion about this one. So tell me about Sundays with Sabao. First of all, I thought it needed some kind of cool like intro sound effect. With that. So we got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I was... So you guys did a good job. I was just a little disappointed because I thought that you were kind of building up to like this whole story of like how you're telemarketing to get donations for Stabu and Wanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it ended up just kind of being a tangent about Stabu and Wanda sleeping in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they never found out how she got her stab wounds or the, or the story. Maybe, maybe we just enjoy the fact Stabu and Wanda is a person mm. that exists in all our mystery. Like the Joker... The Joker is really only interesting when he doesn't have a backstory, but Joaquin Phoenix is attempting to fill that void in our geeky hearts. Well, I mean, the, in the Dark Knight trilogy, don't they give you a couple different ones to kind of throw you off? Yeah, so, so probably none of them are true. Right. Or maybe all of them are true. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, is, I mean, How many knows. times can you get your face mangled by somebody? <laughs> They're all true? Twice. <laughs> Okay, one for each cheek. cheek. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was thinking. So it's possible. But yeah, I, I like the I like the episode. Okay. Um I like that Sabelle is so is she officially our first gold member in Scott Cast? Maybe. I She's don't got know. the gold member I, I, I don't even know if here's if she, if there are gold members in Scott Cast. She's a gold member. But gold member. Gold member. Call him gold member. Who says that? Dr. Evil? Gold oh, member. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Evil. Gosh, they need to make another one of those movies. I do a good awesome as soon as Mike Myers movie. comes back in full force. Let's look up Austin Powers. What? Look up the next the sequel for that? Um, Austin Powers trivia. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was like my one of my favorite actors growing up. Mike Myers, the '90s, he had a good run there with Wayne's World and uh, Austin Powers Gold Member. I mean, Austin Powers in general. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at him. It's just ah. Uh. <gasps> Mike Myers started thinking up the Austin Powers character driving home one day. Are you just looking up facts like you did for Christopher Lee? Yeah. I did. <laughs> it's widely believed that Dr. Evil is based on Lorne Michaels. Michael Caine believes that Austin Powers is based on a 1965 character of his, but who does he know? Elizabeth Early believes that Austin Powers is based on a 60s British talk show host. Why does everyone have different opinions? Everybody just believes in different things here. What about... What is this list called? Seven things, something you didn't know about Austin Powers? Uh, groovy facts. A lot of people didn't know where it came from. I mean, a one-hour MTV special starring Austin Powers aired before the movie premiered. Hmm. Much of the first film was improvised. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, that was that. I mean, it was fantastic. A lot of people forget that Will Ferrell was in that first one. Yeah, he was. Uh, Gosh, I don't even know the guy's name. So he has like a weird name in the movie. Yeah, he wears a fez, and his shtick is he he gets killed, but it takes a while. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was thinking earlier when you're like hovering your hand over the little the audio effects. Oh, there it goes again. After Scottcast, there's gonna be hella bitches up in here, and I just felt like every time you were about to go over that, it was like I was being burned alive, like the Will Ferrell from that from that uh, movie. Just a little bit just more cooking torture. down there. Yeah, it just keeps torturing me. So. Mr. Bigglesworth's real name is Tad Nude Gent. Oh. Nude Gent. Oh, Nude Gent. Oh. And thanks to Tad. Nude gent. Yeah. Apparently a bunch of, bunch of people bought Sphinx cats. Hmm. 
In the original script, Austin drinks a Zima, not a tab. I don't know what that means. Starbucks pay nothing for being in the spy who shagged me. Hmm. They, they, were they not that big back then? They hadn't taken over every yeah, They were pretty big corner. back then. They were big enough to be the evil headquarters of Dr. Evil. The word shag in the sequel's titles made some countries uncomfortable. Rob Lowe got the role of a young number two by doing a spot-on Robert Wagner impression. This is stupid trivia. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Christopher, Christopher Lee is Lee, way better. Well, I mean, come on, Scott. You're not going to find fucking Christopher Lee trivia. I was hoping like all celebrities were good. <laughs> You're not going to find like an epic level of like Christopher Lee on every list that you looked at. Look on. So. Right. I mean, that was. Yeah, we were reaching, I guess. Mm. I was trying to recreate magic. I was trying to see if Thunder You really derailed twice. this bullet train. Ooh. I did. I'm sorry. You just kind of throw in that like thunder effect whenever you don't know what to press, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I well, like it. I, said, I made a thunder reference. Oh, which was what? Lightning doesn't strike twice. Oh, you didn't. And now it has. Yeah. Because we needed to clarify a point. So, but we're on to Sundays with Sabelle. How many thoughts have you given us so far? I don't know. At least two. <laughs> okay, what's the third thought? I don't know. But I don't have a, we're not hitting a certain number, but I, uh, I did like how you guys talked about um, people being part of the bell curve, right? I feel like that would be a good shirt. The bell curve? The people being on the bell curve, where you fit on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, where's your... You had a specific breakdown of things, but you can always add to the bell curve. You can, like, little notes, little footnotes. Well, yeah. Little yeah. areas. Yeah. And, but I think you could call it the Sabelle curve. Mm. Or the Sabelle curve. Don't don't say it like that. Why not? It's I don't like, like the sound. No, it's way too weird. It's got him behind you. Uh, you. Oh. Like, I just, I just, like, made sure my pants were still on. <laughs> well, because you're uncomfortably tight. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> hey, it's another merch thing. I mean, don't you here's, want more merch? Here, here's this here's the merch idea I got from that merch idea. We'll have that we'll have the bell curve, but it'll be a blank bell curve. It's we're gonna market it as a bell curve and it's gonna include a little bit of velcro that you put oh. this is where I'm at on my bell curve. That's fucking genius. Scott. As like a like a hey, be nice to me, I'm only up here on this Martinus bell curve. Or, hey, you could have custom bell curves. I don't want to be an asshole. I'm only up here on the emotional self-awareness. You could have a whole shirt full of different bell curves for every aspect of your life. Yeah. Like, where are you feeling, Scott? And you just look on somebody's shirt, and you can see all their emotions just on them. I'm mm. feeling a little insecure, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little stupid. I'm feeling a little, you know, you whatever. Know, like, we can make that a shorthand, too, and people can look at all the bell curves in some sort of, like, 28-dimensional extract of a human being. Mm. And then it could be like, oh, you you meet someone on the street, you know exactly who you're meeting. You can just tell their temperament <laughs> right there. You can just post, like, if somebody wants, if you have an online dating profile, you can just post a picture of you wearing your shirt. And yeah. it would basically save people all the time that they need. They don't even need the metrics for the rest of the stats. Yeah. Height, not important. Age, irrelevant. If bell curve, Yeah, and if you don't accurate. wear your shirt, then finally, people won't click anymore. Yeah, and you, if somebody's out of line, you can just be like, hey, check your shirt, son. Put your shirt on. Let us see into your soul. <laughs> yeah, the shirtless pictures. It's the, only time, yeah. it's the only time that people will dress shirtless because they want to be less exposed. Oh, yeah, because they, they, so they could wear like something that exposes them more, like the Sabelle curve? The Sabelle curve will expose oh, you I more you. in an emotional I thought level. you just meant in a general sense, like for the online dating, but then I was like, they're pretty exposed there. They got their, yeah, but if they had their Sabelle their... curve shirt on, they would be way more exposed because people would be able to read into their exact mechanics. I mean, you can pretty game. much tell a fuckboy just by looking at their profile picture. I mean, they're shirtless. Is that what they're called? They got their chesticles hanging out. 
you know, for everyone to see in the world. They chesticles. got chesticles. Do you have chesticles? You're a fit person. Well, you know, you got. I shouldn't have to explain this to you, Scott. What's the difference between <laughs> chesticles and like pecs? Like like got, pectoral. You got really nice that pecs. Are well developed. Yeah, you really got some. How does a man refer to pecs? Do you say pectoral how, muscles? How does a man refer to his own pectoral major, pectoral pectoralis you major? Like you're hanging out and you have to talk about your pecs for a little bit. <laughs> I, I think I just did. Pectoral chesticles. Chesticles. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you got balls, man, but you also have balls and chesticles. <laughs> this know. is weird. This is a weird. Scott hey, it's has. a thing in the fitness industry, man. If you're going to be part of it, I'm just saying you got to know what chesticles is. Okay. So yeah. All right. You got to check. It. You got to know your chesticles. You got to know your anatomy. You got to know. You got to check the swole. You got to read the swolly Bible. The what? The swolly Bible. Oh, the swolly. When Bible. you're getting swole. Yeah. Oh, okay. I you got to check your small. check out little little odometer. I'm gonna get a shirt once I. I'm gonna sell this on my site one day. It says your swolosity. Swolosity. Yeah, it's how fast you're getting swole. It's like a Sabell curve shirt, but like with how it's just it's far just, along your swole journey. Or it's basically just how fast you're going in terms of your gains. Gains. Gains, bro. Oh, I want to talk to you about gains. Okay. In what no, sense? No, we're not done with the five thoughts. Oh, we've we only had three thoughts. Well, you got a thought? Write a little footnote there, Scott. Already here. It's fine. We, it was just You're a good transition. Remember? It was mm. just a good transition. Okay, all right. I've got, I've got a thought right here. Mm. But we're on the fourth thought or the third. I can't tell. I don't know. It's probably it's gone now. I don't even remember. You had a list. Ah, you want me to check the list? Check yeah. the list. All right, hold on a second. Oh, I'm just I just general disappointment about the stab of Wanda. I was was really waiting to hear the thing about that. I, wow, I think really? that's a, the fourth fourth point is just again. You're just castigating Sabelle? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Not, no comments on the necrophilia? Oh, I just no, the, the other two bullets are about her playing games. You said her dad's a board designer? Yeah. So I'm really in, interested to see what uh for the Christmas special that we're gonna do or whatever. Whatever you're gonna call it. Scott Cast Saves Christmas? I don't know. Uh-huh. Whatever it is, aren't you going to play board games? Or some kind of game? We're going to play games. Oh, like a game show? Games. But it's not going to be board game. But yeah, You're not going to have board games audio there? podcast. What's wrong with you? What, Dude, you could play... Uh, well, yeah. No, I don't want to narrate what's happening on the board. You're it's not going to have be... board games for when we're done with the podcast, Scott? You don't no. want people to stay afterwards and play a nice no, I want to game, of, game of game of uh, no. It's my birthday. I want to be alone. Do you have a do you have a favorite board game, Scott? Uh, I like I like a few board games. I like Sheriff of Nottingham. I oh. like Evolution. See, you you're always talking about playing that with Ian. I just thought maybe it's a great game. Just thought I just, I just thought maybe we were there yet, but I guess not. We're just well, not far enough. If along he was here, we'd play some Sheriff, but we can't play Sheriff one on mano y mano. All right, sure. It's three plus plays. So, anyways, tell me more thoughts about Sundays with Sabelle. Well, she said that she never played video games before, which I thought I don't know. You play video games all the time. You record yourself playing video games. I mean, I used to. I mean, I'm not like Master Charles where I stream, but I was kind of going down that route, which is interesting because why don't you stream? I mean, I have all. I've tested it all out. My streaming setup mm-hmm. with the you know you're talking about the little picture in picture thing. You can stream. I have a green screen. I've done it. I mean, it's pretty easy. You just it's like my little floating heads there, mm-hmm. and then you got you can switch. There's actually different scenes you can create. I can show you how to do it. There's oh, uh, I've, 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 yeah, I've, I've you, actually used it. What do you what do you use? OBS Studio. Yeah, it's Me a too. freeware thing. Yeah, it's good. It's actually really good. Uh, if you're interested in Scottcast, what I do is when I work on web development and stuff like that, I'll just stream. It's called Scott at Work, hosted on Scotticus underscore Rex, like my Instagram. You actually do screen, stream already? I've been experimenting with it 
Oh, okay. I've had I've I I basically just instead of working alone, I just get on Twitch and I make a web project thing happen there. Mm. I'll stream my desktop in my face. Be like, oh, well, this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna move this here, move this here, move this here. Okay, have a good day. Anybody have thoughts? Just for fun. I'm I'm experimenting because eventually I want to get a multi-camera setup and do live Scott casts. Yeah, well, you know, Scott, like Joe Rogan. I remember a little a little thing from the early days of Scott Cast Jar, where a particular person off off not, not off camera off mic uh-huh. told you about maybe the the merits of the Joe Rogan setup, and I specifically remember being berated for mentioning that. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, "This isn't Joe Rogan, David." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your voice, by the way. This isn't Joe Rogan. This isn't Joe Rogan. This isn't Joe Rogan. But I will steal as much as I can from him. You don't want to be original, but I mean that's a good setup. They're I mean people fantastic. want to see their people want to see our beautiful faces, Scott. They do. They we're, want to see your majestic hair. We're gorgeous people. They want to see your beard and the remnants of mine. What? Why is it remnants? Do you like swim a lot and lose hair or something? No, it's just I shaved it on No Shave November. Ooh, wait, play the thing. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> you can't do the news. Let's just in. We got David over here. He's doing no shave November. He shaved on November first. I shaved a few days ago. On two? No, it was on Tuesday. Tuesday was that November first? That wasn't mm-hmm. November first. It was like November like third. What's today? <laughs> Anyways, you're not supposed to shave on no shave November. So I didn't completely shave. I but I had yet. you. You probably hadn't seen my beard at its fullest. I mean, maybe you'd seen because on my Instagram, I think I have one picture and it's me with a beard. But it was even longer than that. It was like starting to really, really grow out there. Okay. And then did you I, shave it or did you just cut it? I got it cut down. Okay. I, I kind of just I was trying to make the person who was giving me the haircut have an easier time because I was like uh, I just told them to like chop certain parts of my hair off and then like I had it long on the sides. So I was like, oh, if it's easier, you can just kind of blend it into my beard. And they just went all the way around. And I was like, like you can take like half of it off, which is still a, cons- a pretty long amount of beard. And they went pretty uh aggressive and i was like shit and just lost my beard people are gonna look around and be like oh that guy's maybe now it looks like i just started growing it in no shave november look at that child over there i don't know like like this is i don't get five o'clock shadows scott i mean it takes a few days for me to grow Uh i'm not on roids man no maybe i should would you would you for no shave november just on no shave november just like like hair is there hairoids that you can like put on your face and it makes your hair it's like grow? i'm sure that you could get the right kind of roid that just has all the bad side effects like extra hair and oh that's right and mood swings and problems in the bedroom and then <laughs> you just have to take everything i mean actually not everybody responds to steroids the same way like you think they're just going to make you blow up and there is a certain portion portion of the population that does that but then you also just have the people who do it they get the acne all the bad side effects the mood swings uh, impulsiveness and you know risk of your heart exploding for nothing so it's kind of funny yeah it's like they're a non-responder you know you gotta be, there's responders and non-responders scott responders and non-responders yeah you should try out see if you're a responder i'm probably a responder i like to i'm like to be a responsive person i'm gonna be your you're gonna be my first uh client under my new brand <laughs> juicing people up yeah well you're gonna come on my show right i'll come on your show it's probably gonna start up in january Okay. Maybe December, though. What's your show? It just depends with the holidays. It's a show, well, I'm going to have, like you said, I'm going to do like my own show, which is the David Vander Hayden show. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have a separate one, which is like a fitness-related one. Fitness and your fitness? But I could, yeah. I could be fitting Sneaky D it. fitness. Fitness, sneaky D in your life. Fitting this sneaky D and Yeah. Yeah. 
So that'll be interesting, but I'll have a lot more time because I'm not going down to Florida this this upcoming year. I'm not going to Florida every other week like I did last year. That was okay. insane because I'd come home and I'd have 99, 99 problems, but a sneaky D ain't one. Right. And that kind of thing. So I'd come back and it would just be like a shit storm, absolute shit storm, and I'd have to just kind of weather that shit storm, the shit flying through the air. Gotta weather the shit storm. It wasn't Sunny Hand Tramic, man. It was Sunny Hand Shit Tramic. City. You don't and I was the mayor. Do you feel better being like head of science in Scott Cast City versus mayor of Shit City? Yes. I feel like it's a step up in the world or down, depending on if you're looking at literally. It's it's underground. Yeah. <laughs> But but underground, but higher in society. Right. Like you're higher in the Scott Cast cast. The Scott Cast. Well, I'm gonna be living in the Scott Cast, like the O or something. You're got you're in the S. No, I meant the Scott Cast as in like the system of uh, people. Oh, I thought you were talking about Scott Cast City. Scott Cast, no, with an E. Scott Cast with an E. What the hell are you talking about, Scott? Cast system with an E. Okay. Ha ha ha. Scott Cast system. Oh, okay. So when the, when the pun's too subtle, you can't take it. Look up the pronunciation of that. I believe it's Casty. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's look it's up. Caste. Caste. There's, a, there's an upside down E in there, I think. An upside down and 90 degree flipped, you know, vertically flipped E. IPA will back me up on this. It's Caste. It's like castigated. <laughs> you get castigated. You're in the cast system now. I know. I know what it actually is, Scott. You don't need to play it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to cast aspersions about me, okay? Well, everyone piles on the Scott for not being able to say simple words like chirogenics. Listen, man, you got to go down that bullet list because there's a thing we got to talk about about chirogenics. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and the bullet train continues. It's slow, but but not like unrelenting pace. Was that five thoughts on Sundays with Sabelle? I think so. Okay. <laughs> you wanted to talk about infinite jest. You said you had a finite amount of jesting to do. Yeah, I was, I mean, I'm not going to infinitely jest about it. Yeah, that's what was, what was kind of my point. I'm just going to jest temporarily. Well, if you guys want to start up an infinite jest book club, mm-hmm. that's the only way that I'll ever read that book. Okay, so you want to join? Yeah. Oh, we got Ian. We got David. <laughs> All right, keep your pants Sibel. on, Scott. Jesus. I'm excited. We got Scott. That's Who? one, two, three, four people. Wait, who's the fourth? Uh, Sabelle. Sabelle's in there? Yeah. Oh, okay. She wants to read it. Are you, so you guys are really going to do that weekly? Is that the best way for book clubs to run is weekly? Maybe bi-weekly every two weeks because mm. it's a lot of material. Mm. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too, bi-weekly. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean like, because I told you before I was looking into, uh, you know, like you know, James Joyce, Ulysses and those kind of books, right? But I heard, mm-hmm. a, I heard a, a while ago that... I don't know if it's true because I don't know that much about the book. It's kind of like, it's not, I'm sure it's not the equivalent, but I've heard it's been compared to that as like a modern take on our times. Cause like Ulysses is back in some other country in a long, long time ago or like Ireland, in the, Dublin. I, I, yeah. Dublin, in Dublin, early 1910s. 19, yeah. The early 1900s. Yeah. So this is like a more modern thing because David Foster Wallace is from the nineties, right? That's right. It's, it's, it's similar in that they're both, really encyclopedic in their detail. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is James Joyce wrote of Dublin in a very literal way. Like he tried to transport you to the actual city and the actual time and the actual climate. While David Foster Wallace is projecting into the future in his own way, mm-hmm. saying, this is how I think technology is going to progress. And this is how I think it's going to affect people. This is about addiction it was very much allegorical, whereas the Ulysses was more uh, focused on the everyday. And like 
So if, depending on what you want. Yeah, Ulysses is like following the guy's everyday life. Like he's mm-hmm. going to the store, and then he goes to back home to his wife, and then yeah. whatever. Right? It's my favorite. James Joyce is my favorite author because of this. Because he chose as his theme that uh, the heroic can be in every. Every the man. everyday man. Every man is heroic, and like this, you just have to view it in a heroic. Capacity. Yeah, don't view your life as shit. Just, yeah, just because. I mean, it may, it might be, but you know, you can look for that. You know, that golden nugget. You're the hero of your story. Yeah, be the hero of your story. Yeah, yeah. Your narrative is only as exciting as you perceive it. Yeah, so I always like James Joyce because of that. That's pretty cool. That's a good message. Right, but David Foster Wallace is really different. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's 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 very thoughtful, very detailed. He's kind of like when you read him, you're like, wow, this guy's kind of a freaking genius. I read he? nothing of his. You gotta give it a shot, man. Like read one of his essays. It's on my Goodreads to read it. Read like a short story collection or essays first. Mm. If you start with Infinite Jest, you'll be like, wow, this is daunting. I I, I feel like I, I could drop out of this book club just like at the drop of a hat, so it's no big deal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just see him dropping like flies. You can't just drop out. You guys are gonna want to get rid of me, anyways. Okay, it's gonna work out nice. We w- we will want to get rid of you, but we won't be able to. You'll mm. keep coming back. That's what be we want. Be addicted to it. Yeah, yeah. You'll get addicted. I've never been part of a book club, Scott. Me neither. Oh, is that anybody in this book club? I maybe. I don't know if Sabelle has. I'm not being. So we don't has. know what we're doing with this thing. I kind of have an idea of what we're doing. Are you? So are you guys going to do like a podcast about it? I think right. Didn't yeah. you say that we're going to podcast our book club discussions on Infinite Jest and like so it's like a limited podcast. It's not a ad nauseum podcast like everything else I do. Mm. It's just we're working our way through the that would be book cool and we're talking. About I'd it. listen to that, but I'd also be part of it. So well, there we go. I'm a little biased. That'd be cool. Hey, so what's the name of this thing going to be called? I have no idea. It seems to be something clever. Infinite Cast. Infinite Cast. That's harsh. Like cast with an E? Like, that's harsh. <laughs> that's harsh <man. laughs> yeah, we should call it Infinite Castigators. Cast you want to do Infinite something? Infinite. Infinite Scott Infinite cast. Just. Infinite Scott. Just Infinite. No. Infinite Scott Just. Infinite Scott. No. <laughs> I like that. No, that's, that's, that's this show. This is Infinite this, Scott. Scott Cast is Infinite Scott. <laughs> this literally is Infinite Scott. Yeah. We were listening. You don't know how meta this is, but you've been listening to Infinite Scott this whole time. It's yeah. a subsection of. Scott Cast is a part of Infinite Jazz. The super colorful original sound of communicated transmission, otherwise known as Infinite Scott. So that would be Scoit. <laughs> <laughs> super Some, colorful original sound of communicated transmission, otherwise known oh. as. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you didn't. Bust into I didn't. It. Okay. I didn't actually. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't insert it into that. I didn't actually change the acronym. Mm. I just said the actual. It's thing. a bad. It's a nice acronym. Whatever. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But infinite, infinite just. Okay. It's so, like, you, so, it's like so you're you're pro infinite just book club. Infinite just. Infinite just. Like justice. No. <laughs> you need to come up with a good name for this, yeah. this thing. I'm not going to be part of his uh, coin. Yeah, I'm not going to be a part of you trying to name something. How long have you been trying to name your fitness thing? Hey, you've taken zero of my name suggestions ever. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Yeah. So I'm, I'm used reason. to it. I'm used to it. Wait, wait, what name suggestion have you told me? to? I've, we took Ian with Ian. Yeah, but there was never like a... You came up with Ian I with Ian. I mean, like... I didn't come up with a segment that was inspired based off of what I said. If I had said Ian with Ian, it probably wouldn't end up being called that. But I like it. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. How are we doing on our bullet list? Uh, chirogenics. You have a you have thoughts on chirogenics? 
Because it's been a recurring theme so far on ScottCast that I, we'd talk about cryogenics, but less about the practice and well, more about more how than, I say it. Yeah. Well, if you're actually talking about cryogenics and preserving yourself for the future, that is an interesting topic we could talk about They have about a thing sometime. in Clinton Township, just just over yonder from where we live. It's a, it's a state-of-the-art, worldwide cryogenics facility. Hmm. I'll look it up. In Clinton Township. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I've been it's in, called I'm Chironics. In that, I'm in called, that area a lot. I'm in the Macomb area a lot. Look at that. It's called the Chironics Institute. Oh, Chironics. Okay. <laughs> the whole thing, it sounds like you put the ironic in Chironics, Scott. i got to cast the right tab. But it's the Chironics Cryonics. Institute. Cryonics. So you would be Chironics. So, is that how you say it, Scott? There's these huge like just tubes like you'd see in a... Uh, in an old spy movie, and they're clearly just full of people. Cool. They're opaque and old, but still. Hmm. Anyways, this is in Clinton Township. You want to go check it out? Yeah, let's go check it out. You should just investigate shit. Are you guys invest? You guys are investigating what is it? The salt mines. We're so go to the salt mines. That's not investigating. That's seeing if that's seeing I if uh, you're like prospecting. I mean, what prospecting. Are you doing? Yeah. Mm. Like, well, in a way, we're we're looking for a you're place sh- for Scott Cast City. Right. We're surveying. You're surveying. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, man. I'm just saying we we, went, we checked out that one Inception place. Let's 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 go undercover with this one. They don't even know that we're part of this big, you know, Scottcast podcast. We'll go there undercover with our hidden cameras. I got a hidden camera I could bring. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys about Chironics a little bit. Chironics is a technique intended to hopefully save lives and greatly extend lifespan it involves cooling legally dead people to liquid nitrogen temperature where physical decay essentially stops in the hope that future scientific procedures will someday revive them and restore them to youth and good health a person held in such a state is said to be a chiropreserved patient because we not regard the chiropreserved person as being inevitably dead can chironics be performed on living people not yet, not legally. They wouldn't be living after they do it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do it on a living person, but then they'd be dead. Yeah. So, problem solved. Next bullet. <laughs> okay, here's the good question. How do you know revival is even possible? We believe that revival is a real possibility because many biological specimens have been chiropreserved, stored at liquid nitrogen temperature where all decay ceases and revived. These include whole insects, vinegar eels, Many types of human tissue, including brain, human embryos, which is later grown into children and assumedly adults, a few mammalian organs, cells, organs, and tissues. So, like, I don't, I don't think that if if you haven't, here's my opinion. I haven't looked into this, but if you try to thaw something out that Mm -hmm. has a blood supply in crystals form, you're toast. So they have to just figure out a way that's not liquid nitrogen that can ease you out of that thaw they drain your blood i remember reading that somewhere they drain the blood preserve it replace it with okay. some sort of preserved kind of thing mm. and then they freeze you like twinkie extract like twinkie yeah they fill you with twinkie filling. A little twink <laughs> don't a say twink, that twinkie action what was twink a word sneaky d has been forced to resign once again <laughs> <laughs> What does that already even mean? I, 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 hey, I'll take the... Don't make me pull I'll, it up on... Okay. Is twinking a thing? It's like... I'm going to pull it up. Oh, I'm sure there'll be an Urban Dictionary entry for it. There's just about there's one for just about everything. So when you twinkle, twinkle, little star, is that a, is that, is that a bigotry? I don't know. Uh, not the way you said it. Twink. There you go. There's the... What is a twink? I, uh, oh, hold on. I got to put my glasses on again. Do, 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 do. It's just in, David. Learn... 
just brought his glasses. Okay. An attractive, boyish-looking... Hold on. An attractive... No. <laughs> boyish-looking young gay man. A stereotypical twink is 18 to 22, slender with little or no body hair, often blonde, dresses in club... Where even at 10 a.m., not particularly intelligent, a twink. Twink is the gay. So a twink is a derogatory term for a gay person. Yeah. So you don't think that they'll use derogatory gay? You can't just use that language anymore. Now that I know, Scott, I had no idea. But now I know. Okay, I just wanted to. I I, I want to keep Scott cast on that, but not. Okay. So twink, what was twink what, comes what, from an? Wait, I'm seeing the. Why the, are we talking about twinks? It says, we're it, says about it comes Karanis. from an acronym: teenage white into no kink. Okay, that sounds made up. Twink is. Okay, let's get something real here. Okay, here's myths about cryogenics. The patients are frozen. It's different. I'm sure that cryogenics will be a thing in the future. I just don't think we have it right now. Man, this is a hardcore myths. I'm just gonna read the headlines. This is this is the stuff they battle against. So you can just imagine their answers. It's a myth that Chironix patients are frozen. It's a myth that it's freezing dead people. It seems like the same myth. It's a myth that it's Chironix is the belief that dead people can be revived. It's nobody advocating that. It's a myth that experts say it can't work. So what do they actually do then? If they're not reviving dead people and they're not... What was the other one? Yeah, reviving people. What, what is their goal when they, freeze, when they don't freeze you? <laughs> When okay, they, I guess they said the, they don't freeze you. So when they make you really cold, what is their goal? I guess this is the idea: is it, they're not advocating that long dead people can be restored to health. What they're advocating is that if someone dies in a certain way and has quickly undergone a medical procedure, that their body can be preserved until restorative medicines. Develop. So, like they have a heart attack. They have a heart attack. They're, they they're die clinically a little dead. Bit. Yeah, they're dead on the table. They're dead on the table, and then they do some sort of process right. really quickly. And it's not at all related to necrophilia. It is not necrophilia. Currently, that's not on their FAQ. That's not on the FAQ, but I can't imagine. I feel like they have a very limited amount of time to do very complicated science. I don't think they can fit necrophilia into I it. feel like that would be relevant given what you guys talked about before, as long as you had a waiver that said, do what you will. We're trying to get an interview with these but, people. Hey, we can't it, be relating them to necrophilia. But actually, if they, if you brought them back, they wouldn't be dead. So they'd be kind of like an in-between state because you know they're coming to come back. So it's kind of like a rental. <laughs> You're kind of renting them out for a little bit. Get your, ne- get, get your necrophilia kick in while they're dead. They bring them back. You're back in action. You made some good money from your necrophilia stint. What are you suggesting? Listen, man, I'm only going with what you and Ian laid the groundwork for, which is, is that when you... Is on the list? Listen. I was trying to talk about chirogenics. Listen, man, I'm getting there. You're the one who's talking about this, okay? I'm just saying, you guys talked about necrophilia. You talked about when you die. Like, when Ian dies, it's going to be as well that somebody can make sweet love to him, okay? Okay. Right? It's in there. Okay. But, like, if he does this, it blurs the lines, because, like, if he's dead with the cryogenic thing... He's dead, but then, you know, he has his little stint where people have their way with him while he's dead. He makes a shit ton of money and then comes back out of it. Yep. And then he's a rich man. So it's like uh, being a dead whore. It's a long, drawn-out silence in the Scottcast airwaves as Scott processes who exactly Sneaky D is. Hey, man, you guys laid the groundwork. I'm just expanding, expanding on what you laid down.
the rain thunders outside, and Scott looks with a grim pallor upon his face. Sneaky D must be vanquished. But after we finish the bullet list. Okay. <laughs> we, okay, so anyway, so we, we went through cryogenics. Well, you talked about, you, you pulled up a website, but we didn't really talk about cryogenics. A little I mean, bit. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that we're gonna we're gonna go check these people out and we're gonna have mm-hmm. a conversation. But like we should talk in a future episode about what would be the implications of if there's cryogenics and people actually are able to be preserved later, and then you get a big population boom. Because Ian was always he was worried about the overpopulation thing. I was worried about that. Oh. That was me. Ian thinks that the world's going to get eviscerated by a sun Armageddon. I thought that Ian said there was going to be Ian, the overpopulation, and then you mentioned that it was going to be... Other way around. Hmm. Yeah. Check the I tapes. Was, yeah, check the tapes. It's other way around. Because hmm. Ian was listening to Sun Ra while he made up this thought. Maybe you guys are both arguing for that. It's irrelevant because you guys are going to die, but I don't think the overpopulation is going to be a problem, though, so... Why not? Because you can't just look at like what the the past data like it's it's you can be an alarmist and look at how the population has boomed and how it's like gone exponentially up in the last 150 years compared to the world population 200 years ago, for example. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like yeah, it, people aren't having as many kids as they used to. Like there's not people who are like, well, you know, uh, we're gonna have 10 kids and five of them are gonna die before the age of two. Like, you know, back in hundreds of years ago, used mm-hmm. to happen, okay? And so, it's you know, people don't need to have, like, six or seven kids. I mean, my family, my mom and dad, they both had, like, six or seven kids in their families. And then our family has, like, three kids. And then you're going to, and then you're not going to have any kids. So, it's just, there's... How do you know that? Because uh, you said it. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. So, and I'm not going to have 12 kids, so... um I don't think you have to worry so much. I think people have more time to actually invest since they know their kids are going to live longer and actually have fruitful lives. They need more time to actually invest with their children so they don't have as many kids. But that's only one aspect of it. Overpopulation. I, I feel like it's good to talk about, but I, I feel like, hey, you can just build a rocket ship and go to another planet too. Boom. Pro- overpopulation solved. Elon Musk. What's up? If only. Yeah. And then you got, you know... Assuming, yeah, that we're not going to wipe ourselves out. It's, it's always another thing to cull the population a little bit. Yeah. Might as well talk about Hitler while we're at it. Well, culling. That reminds me, though. That reminds me, of, you said you had some thoughts on yo-yoing. Yeah, because you said cryo-yo-genics. Cryo-yo-genics. <laughs> yo-yo-genics. That's, That's right. right. After the break. Oh. You got break music? No, but I'm going to press pause. Oh, for this? We're talking mm-hmm. yo-yos. Cocktail. Oh. We're talking no, not cocktails. We're talking yo-yos. You you had a comments on the yo-yo. Are you a yo-yo person? Um, Did you yo-yo? I was a yo-yoer back in the day. Oh, good. I okay, bet you were so, way too good at yo-yo. Listen, man. I bet you were way too good. I had a brain. You had a brain too. Uh, I had a brain. I had a, oh. I had a green brain. Oh, that's why. That's why I was. I was kicking myself when I was driving over. I was like, shit. I forgot to look for my because it's probably still in my old oh, supplies. We could have fucking played with it. I could have showed you my tricks. Fiftieth episode, man. Oh, I'll bust it out. I'll bring the brain back. Yep. Oh, the and Omega I remember, brain. I remember. Yeah, it, it did have all the little, little swirl panels. That's the exact one that I had. That green one. I Scott, can get Scott's it right pulling, now for twelve ninety eight. He's pulling it up on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, mine had like it was like darker than. I'll have to find it. I don't know if the string still works on it, but I, I know I, I think I still have it from the old house. Let me tell you some of these. Let me tell you some of these features and benefits before oh. we get going. It's the longest spinning auto return yo-yo. Opens on the downswing for long, smooth spins. 
As spin time slows, the clutch engages, and the yo-yo comes back to the hand automatically. Best beginner yo-yo and fun for all ages. Absolutely perfect for beginners, kids, collectors, or anyone looking to purchase a great stress reliever. Centrifugal clutch is the science behind the brain. Hmm. Do you know what that means? Also known as centrifugal. Centrifugal? Centrifugal. Centrifugal? Let let Scott Cass City's science expert explain exactly what centrifugal force is. You know when you spin something around like a bucket and the water doesn't fall out? Yeah. That's centrifugal force. Okay, so... Gravity is centripetal, though, which is the opposite. So don't get those two confused. What's the centrifugal clutch? It's the science behind the brain. The yo-yo returns to the hand automatically so that even beginners... And learn. Yeah, I forgot about the auto return thing. That's pretty cool. That's basically. You what never it's had for. one, Scott. Everybody had one of those. I thought. I eventually got one. I you, got a purple uh, one. Oh, you did. Oh, you bastard! Did. You said you wanted one. I thought you were jealous. But I but... still actually, I did not. I still want one right now. Oh, I'm gonna add it to the cart. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Yo, yeah, the Yo Mega. Yo Yo Mega. The Yo Mega. It sounds thing. like a Pokemon. Go. <laughs> it probably is nowadays. They they got Pokemon or everything. They got, probably have a Yo-Yo Pokemon, I'm sure. Okay, I'm going to look up Yo-Mega Pokemon. It, the Yo-Mega Evolution. Yeah, it had... Um, it, it basically... You could just, like, drop it. You didn't even have to flick it down. You could just let it drop, and it would start, like, spinning at the bottom. It was that good. Oh, I just found... Oh, XP. Uh, yeah, I, the, yeah, this is the Yo-Mega Brain, but, like... The professional version. It's, and it's the Omega Power Brain XP. Can you afford that? That uh, XP it's sixteen there? dollars. <laughs> it's a whole other four dollars. Yeah. <laughs> See, are, how cheap were my parents? Because if you look back at these. It's like it's the difference between like, no, you can't get the XP. You're, you're just gonna have to settle with the regular one. It's like, what'd you do with that four dollars, mom? <laughs> Huh? You hang out with your freaky little friends on the weekend? Drink another $4 beer on happy hour? Is that what you did? Sorry, Mom, if you're listening to this. Wow. Wow. I mean, your mom just got lambasted, but seriously, though, this Omega Power Brain XP is worth the lambasting. Look at that, how cool that kid is. They got, they got, they got like racer red and like bitchin' blue. Uh huh. Like, it I looks like, like it, it looks like the difference between cracking open a Casio calculator and cracking open a supercomputer. Hmm. I mean, look at that. It's got a smart switch that enables the player to choose between automatic return and manual function. With the what? flick of said switch, great beginner and intermediate yo-yo. Well, on the other one, you could kind of jiggle it a little bit, and it would return jiggle. back. Yeah, you get a little jiggle. You have a jiggle. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what the... Oh, remember the fireballs? Oh, yeah. I think I had one. You had a fireball? I think I had... No, my brother, my brother had a fireball. I had the brain. That was the difference. What's the fireball? I, I, you said that, and I, I recognize it. My brother had that. I remember people having the fireball. Dude, we should drink some fireball while we're using our fireball. <laughs> right? Now that's, now that's a video cast. Yeah. We'll have to rent some of these video cameras. casts are getting exciting. High-performance transaxle yo-yo. The transaxle is a plastic sleeve or spool that is placed over the axle and enables long, smooth spins. When the player flicks the wrist, the fireball spins at the end of the string. Oh, With another yeah. flick of the wrist, the fireball rejoins the end. I like it. It's blue. I like blue. It's really cool looking. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even need to touch my throat for that one. Right. Yeah, I gotta treat. I'm gonna teach you how to do it, Scott. At the end of this podcast, you got it written down. David teaches Scott to be a Satan, satanic voice. Yeah. I could at least get you to like Liam Neeson levels of like 
badassery. Oh, yeah. No, it's like Kuwait, man. No, very particular set of skills. Particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a long career. Skills I've acquired over a long career. It sounds like you don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to teach you. Okay. Okay. Well, before we do that, we got to talk a little bit about what I want to know from you, because you're a fitness expert. Oh. I mean, I'm totally ordering like way too many fu- yo-yos tonight, but at the same time, I need to know. <laughs> You're not going to have any money left for this. No, I'm not. What was it that you wanted to get? It's a my, this, my zone. It's a my zone. What it does, it's a heart rate monitor. You strap to your chest right here. and uh, Actually, that's pretty good. You put it right over your sternum? Yeah. Those are actually pretty accurate. The one I'm wearing on my wrist, that's not as accurate. Okay. It never can be. It's not right over your heart. Right. So, they, yeah, you strap it to your heart. And oh no, I know what those are. They're in all the the fitness places. It says my zone yeah. on the treadmills. That's where I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. Those are so in the in the human performance laboratory. We used to use these things by Polar, which are more expensive. But I don't think I'd be interested to see whether or not there's a difference. I doubt it. Well, here's how I would use it. I would use it because it gives you points based on your heart rate. Mm-hmm. And like my confusion with exercise is that when I exercise, I don't know whether I'm going hard enough or not, or going if I'm like just wussing out like super quickly. I can tell you that. I don't need a, a monitor to tell you that. Well, I I'll, wanna, be the, I'll be I'm, your my zone, Scott. I like, don't want you suck, <laughs> suck. You're not push it harder. Get dig deep. Oh Jesus, your name can't you can't be keep can't be anyway. No. <laughs> I okay. need to be able to be alone while I do this. That's why I need the My Zone Fitness Band. You sure you don't need me, Scott? Well, maybe. Maybe maybe it would be smart to have a professional around to teach Scott how to be active. Spot you, buddy. I just don't. I don't want to leave my house, dude. You you don't need equipment. I could give you a full body weight program to do. You do that. Be, you could be good. You know what I did in my workout right for here? Push ups. That was the workout. That was Whoa, the workout. Rocket science. I did 150 push ups. That's a lot of push-ups. Yeah. Like, I, I maxed bro- out at, like, 20. I just broke them up into 10 sets. It was really hard. 150 push-ups, at first, it, at first, it's not hard. And then you get to, like, the seventh set, and you're like, holy shit. And then you're, like, slowing down. I didn't use my slingshot. Like, I should have. I was just telling. On our break, we were talking about this thing called the slingshot. It helps yeah. you do push-ups. You should get one of those. Like, what, is, should, what is it, essentially? The slingshot is, it like, it's something you put on your arms, and then it has like it's a little supportive thing that goes across your chest, and it cradles you when you go down into the the you know, when you go down on the push up towards the floor, it like catches you and slingshots you back up. So it like it's not it's like cheating a little bit, but it only helps you during the hard part when you get stuck at the bottom, where most people don't want to go far enough down. Is that the hysteresis? I what? learned that term earlier. Hysteresis is mm-hmm. when it takes more force to get started than it does to get going. Keep going. Sounds like hysteria. Hysteresis. Sounds sexist. Let me look it up. <laughs> it might be sexist. If it's related to hyster, because hyster, the, the root word for hyster is related to the uterus. So it's a little weird if it was hysteresis. Hysteresis, the phenomenon in which the value of a physical property lags behind changes in the effect causing it. As for instance, when magnetic induction lags behind the magnetizing force. Click on the translations, word origin, and more definitions. Look at the Greek hysteria. Oh, hysteros, it's from, no, it's from like, Hysteros, which is a different origin. They changed okay. the spelling, which is what, it was a red herring that threw me off. Some bastard changed the U to a Y. Mm-hmm. So it used to be Hysteros, which meant late. But if you look up hysteria, hysteria, that's not good. Yeah. 
it's literally like hysteria was originally used to describe maybe Ian might know this, but it was like uh, used to describe people like women, like women are crazy. Let's come up with a word for that. That's related to your uterus making you crazy. Hysteria. Oh, they don't give a no, like hyster. No, like see hysteric. Yes. There you go. Hysteric. Look at there. Look at the the Greek for it. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Hystera is... No, boom. see, they, look at that. looks just like the other word. Yeah. Hystero versus hystera. Late mm-hmm. and womb are like the same thing. Well, to, yeah. So it's saying on Google that... Well, I think it's, it's like to be behind in, like, in, in life. To, to, be, to behind be behind on to your be womb? within the womb. Okay. Like there's the, in the womb really and there's life and then there's in the ground. You know what I'm saying? You're really... What you're doing is you're mansplaining Greeks? right now. Greeks? Scott. Oh, mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, hysteria is a derogatory thing. It should not be yeah. used. So, I, well, yeah. I suppose epidemiology. Well, now it's been colloquialized so that when you say something's hysterical, it just means it's funny. But originally it was right. funny because it's like, haha, women act funny because they have a uterus. Right. Well, they're all dead now. Yeah. Because it is like of the womb. That's a good, yeah. that's a good thing there. Really, Google's the only one spreading this shit. What? Oh, I said Google. <laughs> <laughs> Your Google thing's like, what's that, Scott? <laughs> Why don't you use me, buddy? Remember me? I am using you on a different device. Calm your horses. Crying out loud. It's, it's not the first the time I allowed Google onto the podcast. I don't know how good it is. Mm. I like this. It's like it's like we got a young Jamie, except you're him. I'm young Jamie. You're your own. You're young Scotty. That's right. Mm. Well, why were we, what were we talking about hysteria for? Um. Oh, because we were talking about the slingshots and oh, like workout yeah. programs. Oh yeah, my zone. And like, how do you know you're pushing yourself hard enough? Well, actually, like how hard should I you can push? tell you. There's a thing called a talk test. You can look it up. Here, look it up. <laughs> this okay. is nice. It's like literally any time I'm talking about something. Pretty much whenever I speak, Scott, you should be looking up stuff because like, you're going to be like, "What the fuck?" Is I really do feel about? the listeners. They're not going to know unless they look the, to their, towards the video podcast from but. the CDC measuring physical activity intensity. The talk test is a simple way to measure relative intensity in general. If you're doing moderate intensity activity, you can talk. But not sing. Doing yeah. the, I can't sing anyway. So you shouldn't be able to sing and be on the treadmill and talk. And like, so it's the talk test. Cause it, it was originally from these people who did the study, and they'd have people say the anthem. And if they could get through the, the national anthem, because everybody knows the anthem. So mm-hmm. supposedly. You know, it's something that they picked something that was easy for everybody to remember because, you know, they used to do that in school. So if I wanted to do my maximum training, I would, I would work out to the point where I couldn't podcast. Right. Okay. It's a. It's just a. It's pretty simple. Like, and they've they've used that talk test, and also just RPE, which is ratings of perceived exertion. If you just say on a zero to ten scale, and you ask somebody how hard do you think it is right now, and they say I'm at like an eight, it's very It's like it's correlated very strongly, like surprisingly strongly, with where their heart rate's at and all that other data, all the other metrics, blood lactate, which is like if you prick their finger and you look at how much lactate's accumulating in the blood, the lactic acid, mm-hmm. which is a, which is when you're working hard, um, it it correlates very well with heart rate and lactic acid and every, all these measures of like that you would do in a laboratory setting and just by asking the person, hey, how hard do you think it is? But you know, some people will, will lie, but most people don't. You know? I feel like I can't trust myself. Well, actually, that's, that's why I want the device to tell me. There's okay. Well, there's all. There's also the original scale. Scale was the Borg scale. Borg scale. B O R G. It's a scale that was. It's the RPE scale that it went. It went from six to twenty instead of one to ten, and literally. So it's like if you said I was at like an eighteen out of twenty, 
then it would correlate really well with the heart rate because you could times that by 10 and an 18 on the Borg scale would be like your heart rate at 180. Most people's max heart rates is around 200 for young people. Like, you know, the 220 minus your age thing? Mm-hmm. To, to determine your heart rate. Anyways, I'm just saying, you don't need a, a thing to tell you where you're at. But if you want to use something that gives that rewards you, like what are these points that you get for the MyZone thing? You get four points for having a heart rate 80% or more above not 80 percent or more of your maximum that's rough man for an hour well not if you're older so yeah that's the thing yeah like old people can just like take a walk and they get like you moved good job (laughs) you went to the bathroom four points wow that sounded tough yeah there's four points you ate a large meal earlier and you had a extreme bowel movement wow steak at 73 what a globe trotter you are so if they give you these points what can you do with the points it just compares you, like you can form teams and stuff like that. I was thinking a cool idea. Let's get Scott Cast on this on this dough, man. Let's all wear this this shit, and because you're like a you're a big time, you're you're fit already, you know. And so I figured let's let's compete exercise wise, see who can exert themselves the most, and like you're fit already, so you have to do a lot of exercise to do what would like I could take a walk around the block probably and get fours all day. Oh, so be scaled. Yeah, so scale, it's like so scaled that, down to so you, fitness level. You you get up to grab a beer from the fridge. And, and like I'm points, exercising, yeah. And I'm doing a maximal exertion exercise, bust my ass, and I get like four points. Yeah. 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 But, well, so you all you want all everybody to have a fit like a little fitness group. Yeah, I'll get one of those fitness bands. Like a like a book club, but for fitness people where you, you don't read books, you just. I'm lift all weights. about like getting people together and doing something for a moderate amount of time. Yeah, I feel like it's cool. I feel like no one does that. It's like we're, let's go on a quest, man. We're gonna a party together and we'll quest forward. If only there was a health some quest. Goal. Out there somewhere. Health Quest. Health Quest. That would be great. It's a plug for my girl. My girlfriend works at Health Quest. Oh. Well, um, anyways, enough. so why do you want to have a uh, watch? Tell see, I get it though. Like I know some people like. I just want to be like I'm at eighty. Okay, I'm just going to sustain whatever I'm doing yeah. for as long as possible. I like seeing it, but I mean, I already know where I'm at. Like I, I actually more use my watch for just like as a stopwatch, even though it's like a. The Fitbit Blaze, you know, it's like got all these features. It's like I use it for like, yeah, I look at my heart rate, but I mean, maybe it's because been if you haven't exercised for a long time, I guess like, it's exciting. I yeah, but. I don't know anything about my body. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, I'm at eighty. I'm, I'm just a- gonna sustain whatever it is I'm doing for a while. As long as I can. When you come over to the David Vander Hayden casting studios, you can, it's is also in my basement, which is a full gym. You can peruse the gym and see what works for you. Peruse the gym, huh? Peruse the gym. And you can see, and I'll teach you some stuff about fitness, and then you can spread the good word to your friends, and you guys can form a little group, and I can be your little advisor to the group. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. I think I think my favorite favorite thing would be like some sort of elliptical device with the like the little band, and then I can get to that eighty point, and then I could just like forget everything about myself and just like breathe. And just, I feel the floor shaking. Are you doing something with your legs? I'm pretending to bicycle. <laughs> that's that's the elliptical isn't a bicycle though. Huh? Are you bicycling? Yeah, I'm pretending you're talking to bicycle. About, you're talking about an elliptical, but you're bicycling. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about. It. So what are you doing with this band when you get to eighty percent of your heart rate max? Like like it just tells you that's the effort you're doing, and you kind of sustain it, so that you 
know that. Oh, the band is like hard. I thought you meant like a resistance band or something. I was very confused. No, it's a band that just yeah, the monitors your heart, monitor. and then you have a little watch that goes with it. Yeah, you can you can do heart rate based uh, cardiovascular training, but you want to incorporate some strength training in there too. So can, can you do? Can you can you have the heart rate with the strength training? Yeah. Well, there we go. See, I mean, it works for both. Your heart rate isn't really the important thing to watch where you're strength training, though. I mean, it's going to be elevated. Like uh, like when I'm doing hard cardio and stuff like that, my heart rate gets up into the 160-plus range. But like when I'm doing like uh, lifting weights, it's usually anywhere between 90 and 120. It's not even that high. Okay. But it's not that useful for that stuff. But anyways, yeah, if you want to do the my zone thing, I guess go for it, man. Like, Thinking about it. I probably would say I actually have one uh, if you want to try. I actually have oh, a, you do. a heart rate. Mod- yeah, I just remembered. I don't use it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I, have a, I have a I have a treadmill in my house. It's okay. a Nordic Nordic track treadmill, and it comes with a heart rate monitor on it. And you can try it. I don't okay. think usually if you want it to be more accurate, I would put like put like this electrophoresis gel on there, which conducts better, and you have to shave your chest. But that would be the best way to get to accuracy. So I don't know. Just I don't shave, want a little, that much. shave a little patch there. I'll do it for you, Scott. I used to oh, sh- I, oh, that makes it so much better. I'll shave your chesticles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I used to have to do that in um, the Human Performance Laboratory. That's the, that was my that was my burden I had to bear, you know? You had to shave people's legs and shit, put electrodes on them for my, for my thesis. Mm-hmm. You had to do that. And then, you know, for the, the little EMG muscle sensors, there could be hair on there. And then same thing for, like, if you were hooking someone up. Usually you don't have to, like, unless the person's really hairy. Like, but, like, and then women are even easier because they just tuck it right under their bra strap and it stays right there. But, uh, yeah, you got to do some weird shit for science sometimes. But the MyZone apparently works through hair. Yeah, I used to have sho- I used to have to shove old ladies from science. What? I never told you that story. You have to do what? Are you sure? Which one? Shove old ladies oh, into sh- what? No, I just had to uh, for my thesis it was on balance. Uh-huh. And I didn't tell you about that. Well, well, tell me about it. So when I did my thesis in balance, it was a biomechanics study, and uh, you know we had to do this single leg stance thing where I just basically told you to you know go up on one leg, and we had all these things recording, you know, like. Uh, muscle you know like the you know like in the movies out there the motion capture little balls that you stick all over people and then you have the infrared cameras that pick up their position mm-hmm. in space so it have to you have to do that so when i would go to hook up people i would put these little markers on them and as part of my protocol to figure out what their dominant leg was for this test oh so, so you kick them in the back <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> you would be like, you'd be like you'd be, if you're my research assistant you'd be gone <laughs> so so what I would do, so what I would do is I would I would come up and and I wanted to look at young versus old, right? I ended up not getting enough people in the old group, but I had some some sweet old ladies come in, okay, <laughs> and, I, and I would hook them up with all these little markers and stuff, and and then it was like I'd go to put the marker on and I get to the one that was just behind their in their lower back region. And that's right behind your center of mass, which is your center of gravity. So when you push somebody from behind their center of gravity, they're screwed. Like they, there's like if I push somebody from their upper body, like right behind your shoulder blades and stuff, mm-hmm. you can kind of just bend forward and like look back at me and go, "What the hell was that?" Right. But if I push you right behind your center of mass, then mm-hmm. you're you're gonna fall forward no matter what. So when I put on these markers, I had to like push people. So that was the only way that because you could ask people. How did you feel about that? Like you were about to push this old lady. You like you're like were you like excited? <laughs> oh, it was so it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was 
so I had my research assistant stand in front, and so they would be handing me. I'd say, okay, hand me the markers because they have these little double sided sticky tape. Mm-hmm. So they would be in front in front of me as I was hooking them on, but secretly they were there for when I shoved the person because they, in case they fell flat on their face, they were there to catch them. But it was like you know you could ask somebody to kick a ball or something like that. Like oh, if you had to kick a soccer ball, would you kick with your right leg? But I wanted to capture if they're actually falling. And, and like you're know, like oh shit, and they had to stick a leg out. What if they, did anyone ever not stick a leg? Out? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that's what they were there for. No, I had never. Been. But here's the problem. So I had to do best two out of three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty bad. It was like okay, so the first time you scientific push rigor it. means you have to push old ladies three times. <laughs> three, no, up to, to three. up to three times. Two so to three t- thankfully, at least none of the old group I had to do that on. But the my friend uh, Laura, I had to do it on, and um, everybody else, it, it, it was surprising. Sometimes you, they'd be the right leg or left leg, but for her, she went left leg and then right leg, and I was like. Oh shit! So like the first time you push somebody, they go, "Oh, it's okay." Like I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I must have pushed a little hard." The second time I do it, I always <laughs> explain to them, "Oh, like I'm doing this for science, and I, I wasn't just shoving you for no reason. I'm not an idiot." And the third time is, I swear, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> the third time, no, the third time, my friend Laura, she just turns around and goes, "Like seriously, dude, what the hell?" <laughs> so I was like, uh, "My bad," you know. So, yeah, shoving, shoving old people for science is not something I thought I would end up doing. Like, I didn't even realize when I went to do my thesis that I was going to be doing it on balance. In fact, I had never taken a biomechanics class, period, before doing my thesis in biomechanics. So that was my first mistake. That seems like a bad... Why would you... Do, like, a thesis <laughs> is like a... Like, okay, this is, this is everything I know and everything I've learned, and you decided to do it before you even had an introductory class? Well, I thought it sounded cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, it was all already laid out for me. Um, this, I had this German professor, and she was, like, really, really into biomechanics, and she obviously she, she taught it. But she was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, well, I have it all set up for you. and You, you must know. push the old lady. You, you push her. You, you must push her. <laughs> here's, here's what you do. <laughs> you go out behind her. You say, oh, yeah, I say, yeah. Then yeah. you push her. <laughs> See, you're the strong old lady type, huh? <laughs> I give you extra push. <laughs> no, it's just like... I, I actually wanted... So I, what I wanted to do... Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was interesting. That's a whole other story. With the, uh, what did you want to do? But, no, so, so what I actually wanted to do was my... I wanted to do ergogenic aids for my uh, thesis, which is like... Supp- like It's like supplements and anything that you can take that's going to... Like caffeine would be an ergogenic aid. It oh, I help take you. a lot of caffeine. You're really into the ergogenic aids, man. I, I am ergogenically... Here, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying anything that would boost your energy and performance. Mm-hmm. Mm, Viagra that would be an ergogenic aid. Actually, mm-hmm. there's a study that came out recently for Viagra mm-hmm. for guys using in the weight room. Mm. Mm. Helping get it up, keeps things get, yeah. get it up, lifts it up real, really. <laughs> yeah, because you know what it does? It's it, it alters your blood flow, right? Right. Originally, it was a blood I heard pressure. it's good. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. So it and then it would divert blood flow to different areas hmm. so, some some areas you didn't realize the researchers that was going to happen when it when it did so it gives you a boner <laughs> yes it does <laughs> <laughs> but so there's guys who've been using viagra in the weight room because you know they notice that it diverts blood flow differently to your peripheries one of your peripheries your peripheral areas is your dick so but then also 
Use the term. It's penis. The penis. Penis. Pena. How are the How are the German person? Tells the penis. <laughs> I don't know. Get Scott. behind there and you push. Dick. It is the dick. This is terrible. <laughs> the sneaky dick. Oh, oh, sneaky dick. This is why you're the sneaky dick. Yep. And yeah. it, just, it always comes back to this, Scott. Yeah. It always comes back to... We were trying to talk talking about... Talking about the vascularity of dicks. Yeah. I was just talking about, like, fitness. And, like, I, I just wanted to get fit and healthy and stuff. And now we're talking about penises. I, talk, I, I had to talk about the things I do for science. That's how we got here. Oh, okay. You do a lot of things for science. <laughs> I got, do. In the name what's of your, science. What's your degree? You got, like, a doctorate in no. five different areas of physical nope. education? I have a master's degree in exercise physiology. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I assumed that you had, like, five doctorate degrees. No, I'm not freaking Bruce Banner, okay? I'm not overkill. Why aren't you Bruce Banner? Because he has, like, seven PhDs for no reason. That is strange. Like, stupid. Why would anyone have seven PhDs? Like, you didn't, you didn't think that, like, maybe you should just stop That's after expensive. five? I know. That's like, nah, there's some people who are just all degree driven. It's not about the degrees, man. It's about what you know and your practical experience. And like, I could have gone back to school for stuff. It's just, I'm doing fine. What I'm doing right now, I'm doing physical therapy type stuff without uh-huh. being a physical therapist. And I'm doing it like, eh, I, don't need to talk well. about, I don't need to talk about work, but you know, yeah, it's like, I'm doing all the stuff. I mean, I'm basically stealing business from physical therapists because I'm doing Ooh. a better job than them. Ooh. It's not always about your knowledge and i do have a lot of knowledge that's from physical i mean worked in physical therapy clinics for three years and i just noticed all the stuff that the therapists do and i picked up on it and it's like aside from the actual manipulation stuff i mean i do the same thing it's just like for the exercise portion and stuff especially but a lot of times it's just you need to actually be a people person and know how to motivate people i mean mm-hmm. that's not that hard i mean it's no it's hard that's that, that that's hard but it's like it's not it's not about like well in see let's play this one by the book and you need to follow these guidelines or whatever it's like you need to be there for the person and push them hard if you want to get results it sounds obvious but in in practicality it's like very hard to show up every day and push somebody to and without them hating you <laughs> yeah like three times max right I see one person five times a week, and we go for like two or two to four hours a day, and it's brutal. Yeah. Wow, two to but four hours. That's how you get the people back to walking again, man. That's true. You you got to get them up off their butt, and you got to keep them motivated. And if they have things that are bringing them down, you got to be their best friend and their psychologist and their whatever you know. And it's like, and I don't mind being those things either. Yeah. So that's sneaky why I, that's, that's why I like what I do, man. Man, you're sneaky all over town with that, bringing people. It's the Lazarus. Lazarus, David mm. Lazarus sneak. Mm. Lazarus, man. Yeah. It's like Toys R Us, which is coming back, I think. Is it? I think no, it might be. Might be coming. I don't I really know care. in Canada it is. I don't care if it does. I don't need no toys. So yeah, thoughts on the Hamtramck Avengers. My my toys are the weights. My, you, weight, my weight room is my playroom. Oh, okay. You but do you, what do you have room in like a, for a shelf for like some wax what? figures of oh. the Hamtramck Avengers? Yes, I do. I mean I have the a shelf for the lightsaber, but you know, <laughs> you want to talk about these Avengers? Hey, what 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 is uh, what's on the dock for the Hamtramck Avengers? I don't remember why that's on the bullet. You place. told me to put it down. Oh man, I don't remember. I only wrote what you told me to put down. <clears throat> did, you, did you like Ian's Halloween outfit? <laughs> yeah, I did see it. Um, did you see some of those I, items I in the, the Scott Cash shop? No, I haven't looked at that yet. I was, I was on my to-do list. I, I was wondering. I, I figured I was coming over here. You're going to tell me about okay, it. Okay, anyway, we're going to so. talk about all the different the merch, items. man. Because we I'm never wearing, talked about it. I'm wearing some merch right now. Yeah, you're wearing the com, 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 commute t-shirt. Commutism. Commutism. 
your commie just ooh, what's that? You got a little bikini? I, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a ham- thirty-two dollars. That's a that's a banana. Adventures. That's a banana ham hammock adventure there. Yeah, look at that. Oh, I put the logo the on each of the boobs, <laughs> each teat. But also, be, let's be clinical about it. Also, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought that you were going to get just so, so it's showing the backside of the girl right now, and there's a little logo on the butt. It was on the butt. But you got to check it out. You got to see it to believe it. Yeah, scottcast.us. We'll get you there. But there's also like the Hamtramck Avengers t shirt with fan favorite Ian Dixon has. Okay. And we also have the Hamtramck Avengers beanie with a little bushel. What about like a, a trash mod. receptacle? No trash cans. We have a Hamtramck Avengers hat, like a baseball hat. Oh, is that the one that Sabelle has? No, Sabelle has the Scott Cast. I hat. thought there was the other one. This is the yeah, Hamtramck the... Avengers pillow. Oh, to keep you safe at night. A little pair of socks. Oh, you got you got it all. Yeah. You just need a trash can. We don't have a trash can, but we, this is the Scott cap. So the cap, the this Scott is, cap. This is this is my favorite merch item we got. I like Scott that. Cap. I like it. So what? How's it different from the baseball cap, though? The baseball cap is a little bit more casual. It's like the the Scott cast hat's a little rigid, kind of very proud. It's orange. But the Hamtramck Avengers hat is just a patch with the Hamtramck Avengers logo. you got to know what a Hamtramck Avengers is yeah. in order to be like, oh, this is what it is. I'm thinking about getting both hats, you know, I think rock you, them both. You, get, you should get some fitness gear in there, you know, like the girls that – or like, you know, the girls that wear those shirts that say juicy on the ass? Yeah, I was thinking about doing but that. But it says like – Scott Cast on the ass. Yeah. Super colorful original telecommunicant transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast. And then we'll get like uh, the David show on there and someone's butt too. Sure. You know, because they'll be listening to you and they'll be like, oh, the Sneaky D really knows how to get people fit and knows how to keep people motivated through their workout. I guess um, I'll pair, buy some leggings. Oh, I remember why I mentioned the Hamtramck Avengers. Oh, why is that? Because you said that Scott there. No, you're Scott. You referred to yourself in third person, no? I like um, to do that. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. So, Scott is... So, wait, Ian... You said that Ian is, like, the Captain America of Hamtramck Avengers. Because mm-hmm. I guess he didn't realize... Just like Captain America didn't realize what he signed up for, Ian didn't realize that he was going to be in charge of the Hamtramck Avengers. Yeah, he's like our moral... Steward. Compass. Yeah, yeah, moral compass. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wasn't cryogenically frozen, like... Oh. <laughs> oh, it's all ties together. Yeah, it does. Oh, I like that. Oh, this look at I can I can sense the backstory starting to form here. Yeah. Cryogenically frozen. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't even have to do the thing for that. Um I still gotta teach you how to do that. Uh so he's Captain America. What would that make you? Oh, are you um you are Tony Stark because he's the ego guy. Okay. Yeah. I guess that kind of works. You don't want to be Tony Stark? Why don't, why don't you want to be Tony Stark? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Tony he's Stark too is too pompous for you? He's played out. He's too much of a player? I mean, I love Robert Downey Jr. as a person. I'm glad he got the role. But it's enough with the Tony Stark and the Iron Man. Yes, I get he's got an ego. Why is it five hours of every other movie coming out of the Marvel Universe? I never saw Iron Man 3. I like the first one, though. Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1, yeah. 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 I guess you can just call it Iron Man. That's Iron Man. You don't even need the one mark mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um but uh okay. And uh are there any other members? Like could I be a Avenger? Maybe. Hmm. Who would could I be can I be Black Widow? No. Yeah. She's a sexy one. Mm. Yeah, I'd obviously be her. 
I think we all know that. Um, she's got the sex appeal. She brings it. Just, it's, that's it? That's, that's the only reason you want to be this superhero? I'm a sneaky D, dude. Let me remind you of your quote. After Skycast, there's going to be hella bitches up in here. Uh, that was a direct rebuttal to what you said. And I stand on that. <coughs> I mean, I don't think I said anything bad. You were saying... <laughs> don't make me go there, Scott. What, what was I saying? You were saying, I believe you were saying, like, we were, get, we were talking about dating advice. and Because mm-hmm. we, we were talking about all those match, match.com or OkCupid. And uh, Ian was talking about his OkCupid experience and stuff like that. And you said, oh, yeah, because we have such good advice. And you're like, yeah, we're just going to, this is, after this is over, we're going to have these women crawling over all, all over us. And I was like, yep. Because after Scott Cast, there's going to be hella bitches up in here. I think you. I think this is all fantasy of the mind, and you're like, I'm pretty sure the original Scott Cast were me being like, oh, let's celebrate Christmas. Oh, let's celebrate Cinco de Mayo. There was there was some deleted ones, but offer dating advice. I remember because you were looking up on Facebook, <laughs> and you were like fielding questions, and I don't. There was one related to that. A dating question. Well, we did geeky to freaky. We revived the geeky. We revived the dating advice segment. For you a did, little bit. for like a hot second. Yeah, episode and, twelve. Mm. Oh, yeah. You gotta send me this. Right. You gotta send me these for the, these forsaken episodes. You don't have them anymore. You I deleted don't. them. Oh, master. So you think Master Charles has them, but really, it's me. I'm the archivist. Yeah, yeah. You're the only one who's like I know Master Charles listened, but I didn't. I, I probably I, have a really shitty audio quality version of it that we could dig up. Okay. And digitally remastered. Digitally remastered. Digitally remastered. Mm-hmm. An all new experience from the Scottcast team. The forgotten episodes. Mm. That'd be good. Good merch. <laughs> Scott looks at me as he's taking a long drink from that. Uh, what you drinking there, Scott? Blonde something? Mm-hmm. Is it an Atwater something? Uh, what's it called? Uh, at, yeah, Atwater Dirty Blonde. Yep, that's it. I like it. I like it. It's a nice. I've had it several times. It's a Detroit beer. It's uh, not offensive to anybody. Nobody's ever like, ew, this. It's mostly just like, oh, this. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like purgatory. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's not bad. Yeah. It's just kind of there. So, what were you going to bring up Hamtramck Avengers about? Oh, oh, you wanted to know. I wanted to know what be. the status was of that. The status. Oh, I don't know. We need to make a movie. Yeah, I can do a movie trailer for that. We've got so many <laughs> movies in Scott Casts, Scott Cast, uh, in, in the Scott Cast catalog. Catalog so far, look so many fake movies. We got <laughs> Samuel's Duck and the Ducktator. Yeah, you should send him that clip on his uh, thing. I think it would stand out more than the other people. Probably. Yeah. You said, you said, how would you stand out from the thirty-five? I think you said thirty-five hundred other people that commented on there, or whatever it was. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he would check that particular <laughs> tweet is there, anymore is there a way that you can do a tweet uh, i mean you could just tweet at him but i don't know i don't i, I want if i was if i was sam neil level celebrity i wouldn't be reading my you'd probably have mentions. to do that tweet i don't think you would i mean maybe you would you know what he'd start listening to it if he got to the end of it like well no you, you get a teaser at the beginning of what it's about you could just do you could just send it to him see what happens hey what's the worst that happens he doesn't respond back yeah there's literally nothing to lose <laughs> nothing to lose so Let's finish this episode off with trying to transform Scott from Scott Cat's voice. You're always about yeah. changing the mechanics of myself. I was actually just about to do one of those. And yeah. All right. So how do you how do you change your voice to be? How do you change it? Yeah. What what applications do you use changed voices okay. for? 
for fun. I don't know. I just speak to myself. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. You know that's not about that life. Okay. Driving with David. Yeah. <laughs> in the car. Yeah. Doing my some asshole cuts me off. I'm like wanker. <laughs> you know, just, you're just going to British accent. You're like, it makes me feel better. You know, it just feels better. Bloody bastard, just cut me off. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to do, I'd like doing voices. I don't know. Okay. In my adult life, I haven't been able to utilize them very much. So I'm bad at voices. As Sabel says, like my Irish person, just I don't know what she said it sounded like, mm. but it's like, oh, the hardies. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> Well, do you want to talk about the difference between the Scottish and the Irish accent? Was that Scottish? It was neither. <laughs> well, what was what I well, said? Well, no, it's not bad. How would you describe my accent that I just did? Let me hear it again. <laughs> oh, my hearties. <laughs> you sound like, uh, like you're a pirate who's like, yo-ho, my hearties. Oh, yeah, that's kind of Like pirate-y. a little pirate in there, like Give a pirate like Irish. Give me some dialogue that would be more convincing from an Irishman. Hmm. Do some stuff from here. Uh, just just think of a movie. Think of uh, Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Yeah, he's a Scottish guy. Austin Powers. Yeah, he's Scottish. No, 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 fat bastard, fat bastard. Oh, okay. Like he was like, like, get in my stomach, get in my belly. Oh, get in my belly. Oh. No, no, no. See, you're going a little bit later. You're using you're using an Irish accent. You're a little bit later. You uh-huh. got, what you got to do? You got to go a little bit deeper. You gotta go deeper in your throat. Ooh. Yep, you're Scottish. Yeah, Ooh. you don't give a fuck. Here's I don't know how people baby. say. Hey, how Scottish people say fuck? I actually don't know. See, that's that's where you get the gaps. You gotta Ooh. do your research. You gotta do okay. your research on the swear words. Because's. Yeah, because like if you're from Britain, some people just say, "I don't give a fuck." I don't give a fuck, man. I don't mm-hmm. give. Like, wh- where's the rest of it? Where's the K? I need the K. The they C-K. just start. Yeah, but uh, no. So if you want to do the movie trailer voice, here's what you do. First of all, you make your voice really deep. You make your voice really deep. And you do like longer words. Longer words. Now you're, you're, digging, you're digging down too deep right now. Deep. You, you must have gone, no, it's said like, no. Like, do what they do in the music the industry when they do that. Don't they do that? Like the no, 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 no. Like no, that. no, no. That's where you're going. Like, you know, they go that me, 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 me. And me, then me, 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 me. They go, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. There we go. Everybody do it along with us if you're listening. <laughs> okay? Okay. <laughs> We're all so, going to be movie theater guys. Yeah, let's all join in here. So then what you do is you're going to do a chin tuck like this. Chuck it. Give yourself a double chin no. like that. And then you're going to go, you're going to get a little raspier. Raspier. You're going to get a raspier. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> Some bitch. And then if you really want to sell it, since your vocal cords aren't, actually aren't deep enough and raspy enough to do it by yourself, I use a little hack. Okay, a little hack here. Find your laryngeal prominence, okay? Also yeah, in the Adam's apple. Adam's apple. So you're right over your voice box, right? Mm-hmm. So here's here's laryngeal prominence here. Uh-huh. It's a little uh-huh. has like a little divot to it there. You can uh-huh. actually kind of find that. So it's a piece of cartilage yeah. that and you go underneath that cartilaginous ring right there, there's a secondary uh oh. notch. Okay, so there's a notch Secret here button. and a notch there. Okay. You find that that lower notch. That's underneath the Adam's apple. Uh-huh. It's still part of your larynx. You push that down back into your throat like this. And it makes you not hard enough to cut off your air supply. <laughs> and that adds, that adds, it's like thickening your vocal cords, I found. And then you just kind of do. I feel uh, like this would be damaging. You don't go so much that you can't breathe, but then you kind of just, you get a little rasp to your voice. You get a little see how it's giving a, see how it's every, if you push hard enough, like it gives you a little rasp. I'm pretty sure this is bad for you. No, it's not. It's good. It's good. <laughs> See, like right now, I'm not even doing the voice. But if I just kind of 
If I just kind of go a little deeper, I don't think it's a good idea. You gotta roll your eyes. We can't. We can't make this a regular segment, and you're gonna destroy your voice. No, no, no. It's good. That's what they say. Penn and Teller when they they say like if like like they had the Blue Man Goop. The Blue Man Group showed them their routine. <laughs> they had some glue, Blue Man Goop. <laughs> blue goop. The Blue Man Group showed them their routine, and their routine involved like this segment where they would chew on cereal and time to a beat and you know they'd set up a snare drum or something and Penn and Teller was just like look you can't be doing this it's if you do that every night you're gonna get many tiny cuts all over your mouth and you're gonna get gangrene and die and it's the same thing if you keep doing that if you keep doing that manipulation of your vocal cords so you can do movie theater man you're I gonna mean, you you're got gonna people eventually are, die people are just smoking a pack a day they get that raspiness by themselves i wonder if like yeah, but, don yeah, lafontaine yeah. and those guys had like were chain smokers because they have that rasp to their voice they have, they have like deep vocal cords but then it's also like like really raspy like it's like ugh. like like i'm a smoker like like, a, like, like people, there's a lot of singers who do that people get the tracheotomies and stuff mm-hmm. yeah Oh, did you ever watch that movie with uh, the guy, the the King's Speech? Yeah, Colin Firth. Yeah, where he like has the guy that actually makes him take up smoking because he thinks it'll be better for him. Oh yeah, the doctor, just the random doctor. Yeah. Before he gets there, like, haha, they didn't know any better back then, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's got to smoke a pack a day, or he won't be able to talk. Speaking of smoking, there's a recent proposal that. Wait, you want to do the news thing? We're gonna do news. Scottcast News, everybody. David Sneaky D himself has uh, uncovered some news for us to process. What's what? What was going on? The oh, there, you guys were recently talking about this election. Yeah. We, we, well, so you want to get on the political mumbo jumbo? Well, not, not necessarily. You but express I, your political. I just opinion. want to talk about the proposals. Are you against Ian Dixon? No comment. Okay. Okay. Do you believe in conservatism? Do you believe in liberalism? Do you believe? I believe that people believe in it. Hmm. Okay. Well, what which, are you gonna, which, which in a sense forms the constructs that are I, I, liberals I versus conservative. Tri- I believe in the tribalism. Yes. Yeah, everybody just wants a team to rally behind, and they don't care if it just causes the whole system to get done, be fucked. You know, like as as Ian would say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's your political. Opinion. I feel I feel like we could we could spin our wheels on that for a while. We could. I just want to talk about the proposals, though. Okay, which ones? There was three of them. Okay, all of them. Yeah, What's but there it? was one that was important. I think. To Which was um, to whom is the <laughs> you bastard? Um, there was one to legalize marijuana and it passed. It did pass. Yeah, and this too shall pass. Flying colors in 2020. They say there's going to be shops opening, uh, selling all sorts of uh, goodies to the general public. But it doesn't go live till the end of the year, right? So that'll be like everybody's every pot yeah. smoker's Christmas present will be like, "Hey, you yeah, can- it's like a few. It's like February or something to be ratified, and then like the licensing for stores and stuff like that takes a while. So, yeah. but they already have a, a foundation from all the medical marijuana stuff that we've had in Michigan. We're broadcasting from Santa Ana Tramic, so yeah. there's been a groundwork laid, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm sure with the legislation, it's a different one. license because they yeah. they sell different stuff. Yeah, they're still going to have the medical marijuana, which is probably going to be at a lower dose, right? Higher. And the medical is higher? Medical is higher. Higher dose, but lower THC? Higher THC. Higher THC for the medical stuff? Yep. Like, you can't, like, there's, that's just a part of the restrictions, is that recreational isn't as strong as medical. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I don't, okay, I don't know that. But anyways, yeah, so we're going to... At, at least that's what I read somewhere. I don't know. Uh, that sounds about right. You read it somewhere. Scott just winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. 
I'm just going to take it as a good thing. I'm just going to take it as the, gla- the eyes are half open kind of thing. Yeah. The glass is half full. Yeah. So, uh, what were you talking? So, you got me with that wink, man. <laughs> Sorry for winking. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the power of that eye. That's your, that's your super, their special ability. <laughs> Amtronic Avengers. You know, somebody's giving you a, giving you a hard time. Your superpowers, you shut them down with your, your charm and charisma with that wink. Mm-hmm. It temporarily baffles your opponent. It just sends them into stupor. They don't know what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like that. So you want to talk politics. So I thought, I just thought it was interesting in, in, you know, Washington that it was legal and, you know, there was the, they had the little extra excise tax or however you say that word. Yeah. The tax that went to go pay for public works. Yeah. But it's not as high here in Michigan as it is the, the tax is not going to be, what is it? Like an extra, there's 6% sales tax and there's gonna be like a 10%. So yeah, like sixteen twenty percent effective. But it's not as high as like uh, Colorado. I think it's not as high well, as it's Washington. About, it's about it's about on par. Mm-hmm. Maybe like twenty five thirty is the max. I uh, yeah, so it's, it's so it'll just be interesting because you can you know you can grow up to twelve plants now. Uh, the, the I feel like the people who pass the law have no idea how much people keep on them. Like ten ounces. Yeah. Is like not enough. Like if you're a, a mega stoner. Like six months. Wait, ten ounces a is huge what? stoner would go through ten ounces in half a year. It's an really? enormous amount of weed. It's an enormous amount. What's what's yeah. the number that you can have ten ounces? Mm-hmm. So a teenth. What's a teenth? That's, no, that's that's that's, 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 a, that's methamphetamine. That's one sixteenth. <laughs> that's half an eighth of uh, oh, an ounce. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I guess it's pretty lightweight, huh? They just do it by weight. I mean, I know it's it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pot doesn't doesn't weigh that much. No. So when you have ten ounces, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's nice. So, um, okay. So you think that's that's a little high there to have on you? So, but yeah, if I met someone with ten ounces of weed on them, I would not take them as a friend because they're like that's too much. Well, if they did that before, it's like you think you would think that they would like, be selling it, right? That's like meeting somebody who has seven AK forty sevens. Why do you have seven AK forty sevens? Why do you have any AK forty sevens, man? Nobody needs that. Like maybe one if you're like a an arms historical kind of guy and you like that kind of thing, but seven man, seven. <laughs> it's almost as bad as ten. It's almost as bad as ten. Uh I I had a I had a client that was just recently he was talking about how they were just getting laid off at work so much and he said that just, just like a bunch of guys that are getting laid off and they're just like let's all grow some plants together <laughs> they just want to like they're like you know the man stuck it to us and we're gonna take we're gonna jump on this bandwagon we're gonna grow a bunch of weed and we're gonna show them just gotta keep it in your they're gonna keep farming. it in your domicile pretty much is the only rule is just make sure nobody sees it hmm yeah just grow weed just just uh give it an invisibility cloak a lot of people are going to be taking up uh, some horticulture. There's going to be a lot of failed horticulture going on, people. A lot of people are going to be horticulturists, horticulturalists. Oh, actually, did you see the uh, the thing I wrote on, or posted on vertical farming? I don't look at Facebook. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Mm. But I'm, you're still on I'm it like a little that. bit. You're still well, on it for Scott Cast, but not for yeah, personal to promote stuff. shit. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, there was just this thing. I mean, like it, it's. It was just mostly an article that talked about all the benefits of vertical farming and stuff like that. Um, like like skyscrapers, sky, sky, skyscrapers full of just 
growing produce of any any sort mm-hmm. and for inner cities and stuff like that so you don't have that much land to grow it in and you don't have a giant greenhouse and you can just and you have robots do all the work and it's i like the robots doing the work yeah the robots do everything like that's the big role like like that's the big news with that story it's not that oh we're just gonna have a bunch of stories of food that's just some hipster bullshit but now you got some robots coming in you got robots growing some, growing some growing some weed i mean i think that's a breakthrough there i can imagine that happening i can imagine people coming up with vending machines that grow a crop of whatever and you know do all the proper things give it the proper light water tending you know, soil, nitrogen. Yeah. You don't even need soil. You don't even need soil for uh, this kind of farming. Technique. Possibly, and like so, it's a so you, don't need, you don't need to do crop rotation. It's nice. Yeah. Just directly give them the nutrients they need that they would get from the soil. Just a vending machine of crops, cash crops. Well, I think vending machines in general. I don't know if I. I mean, this might be. I don't know. I just want somebody to make this happen. I, this is a business idea that I had, but I mean, I know it's that's probably got a. Maybe you need like an Elon Musk to, in order to to figure out like a think tank How hard to get rid would of this. It be? You just. But the vending machines suck, Scott. They suck. They sell the worst. They sell the worst, I, the worst shit pot. It just they just drop shit down and they give it to you. It's like why not make the food or like have some good food there for like these people who are like stuck on a work site. They don't have time for this shit. They they don't want to go to McDonald's, but there's a vending machine that'll make them a fucking salad. You know, it'll grow out. It'll grow the the crops, fresh fresh veg, fresh lettuce. You know, you can. I, I'm more of a more of a kale guy, but you know, or like uh, you know, something's got a little more nutrient packed action there. Got a live crab vending machine in China. That's see, in other countries, they're ahead of us in vending machines. Um, a caviar in Los Angeles. Get on Angeles. it, Trump. You don't want us to America to be behind? Get us better vending machines. Los Angeles is in America, good sir. This is caviar. Where is that? In Los Angeles. L- hmm. Consider yourself in luck if you have a sudden craving for Imperial River Beluga caviar <sighs> wandering around Beverly Hills. It's a missed opportunity. That is vending machine. Ah, there we go. That's good. See, that's basically exactly what we're talking about. They yeah, have these crops of lettuce wow, just how growing. Hard is that? Yeah. It's yeah. Just, the, the vending machine people are so lazy. They just want to restock it whenever the hell they feel like it. Right. Like, I mean, look at these machines. They're like, beautiful. Just have it. And then, like, when the lettuce starts going, you know, it's getting close to being bad, dry, drop the prices on it to, like, almost nothing. Oh, and you could go through there. I and then you wouldn't waste all the food. Look at this, man. Fresh fries vending fries machine. Fries vending machine. Like, here's here's the thing. Like, why do, why do you need, like, all these, like, stupid little snacks or whatever? Get some real stuff in there. Like, oh, they got some keating. Keating beer in there? <laughs> it looks making cheese. They got a beer vending machine in there. You can't. They don't have beer vending machines in the U.S. That just hit me. That hit me you know, hard. That just hit me. Like really hard. Like you were like now you feel like you're. Uh, now I feel like I'm missing out. Now, now I feel like I have the. I should have the right to get drunk wherever. This the hell political I'm segment's getting really political really fast. If we don't get beer vending machines in this country, I don't know if I can be a citizen of this country. This is what America is: beer vending machines. They, not, put it on the next ballot. When Thomas Jefferson picked up that feather. To write the laws of the land. He didn't write them so that beer vending machines wouldn't exist. He wrote them so that they would. Then he gave his life of old age. If only you'd known, Scott, what a vending machine was, I'm sure you would have wrote it in there. Hot bread in Germany. Mm. Sprinkles on cupcakes. That's It's an ATM? Baguette. On the baguette. <laughs> they got baguette and spaghetti. Oh, straight up burger in Moscow. Yep. See, we're missing out. We're behind. We're behind. We're falling behind the rest of the world, man. 
Exactly. You want to make America great again? Make our vending machines great again. Start with the vending machines. Start with the fucking vending machines. Like if I had a vending machine like this, like even like the most weird one, I would use it all the time. Lobster in Las Vegas. Lobster. We can get some lobster. Yeah, lobster. You going for uh, going for an accent there? I think the. I mean, like as long as a. Is that a Seinfeld thing or something on there? I just kind of glanced on my side. Yeah. That, oh, in 25 is that it's BuzzFeed, so it's a stupid list. And the mm. last one is like, oh, and you, when you stick a dollar in it, it sucks. Well, shut up, the, shut up, BuzzFeed. People use credit cards now. They have credit I cards. Know. Dollars you, you are for poor. You just tap your phone. Dollars are for poor people. <laughs> Bananas. Bills are for poor people. <gasps> bills. What else has bills? Ducks. Duck bills. Ducks don't put up with that shit. Bills are for poor people. Hmm. It's always bread. But unless it's from this vending machine over here. Let them eat cake in their vending machine. Saying, man. There's some there's some big issues that could be addressed in this next election. And one of them is vending machines. Vending rights. Yeah. We have a God given right. What was to proposal vending. two? If if it, if not, let's get better vending machines in the state. Yeah. Should be, like, should yeah, be the next one. American vetting machines are terrible. They haven't been invented, uh, re- you know, Just improved Coke upon. And pretzels. That's like the only thing you can count on. Yeah, from American the pretzels vending. to make you thirsty so you drink more Coke. Mm-hmm. Bastards. You can get combos. I like combos. <laughs> I mean, they got what peanut butter in there. I mean, uh, they got oh, protein cheese. maybe. Cheese? Are you like cheese ones? Oh, they have peanut butter ones too. Cheese and pretzels. And, I haven't and had a combo. You can drink Coke with it. In a long it's time. But that's the only thing you can do, and you don't want to trust it. I feel like these machines that we see here on the internet, I can trust these internet machines. Yeah, like that one, the rice vending machine in there. They just give you a grain of rice. Look how happy that idiot is with his baguette. He looks like a guy who's never actually handled a baguette in his life. He's like, why not that is one, it not so on that bit. Yeah, not that one that big. Yeah. Act like-, like you've handled that one <laughs> that big before, huh? I need more olive oil. Let me just, oh, never mind. Let's not go there with that. What are you going to say? Let's just lube it up there with some olive oil. <laughs> Make it moist. <laughs> but yeah, I like this lettuce vending machine. Let's see if there's a weed vending machine. Um, where would that be? Like Amsterdam Let's is like see. a novelty thing. It might, it might be inside. Okay. Why is this so zoomed in, Scott? Because you're you have no vision. I don't have it. Well, I have my glasses on right now. Seattle gets a marijuana vending machine. See, I like Seattle. I like Seattle. You don't love it, but you like it. I like it. It's not a bad place. I like it. I'll be. I'll, There's I'll, no Ann Arbor. Oh Jesus, Ann Arbor's terrible. This is a stupid article too. I don't like it. Exit. But anyways, Seattle has a weed vending machine. I bet it's in a recreational store or something. So does it really even matter? They need to. Yeah, have a diaspora of the weed. A diaspora? What's that? Um, it's like when people move to a new it's like a it's like when people emigrate out of a com- out of a country, mm-hmm. like the Jewish diaspora. Diaspora, you can say it either way. But it's like a it was originally referred to the Jews when they would leave the homeland and they they would go out on this. So anybody who kind of leaves there and spreads out, you know how Jews are out throughout all the, the whole world now, right? They're originally in yeah. a single area, that kind of thing. Diaspora. Diaspora. Yeah, I used to say diaspora, but I know that you can say diaspora. So diaspora, the dispersion of the Jews beyond Israel. Yeah, but you can use it in like a generalized sense too. You can besides talk about marketing too, yeah. like marketing. you can say genocide. You know, which is oh, I don't know why we're talking about so many Jewish related things, but Jesus, it's a word that pops in my head. So let's like, lead the entire second half of this. What the hell, podcast man? With all these references you're pulling out, none of this is required. 
I'm just trying to tell you what a diaspora is. We're talking about weed, and when the next second the you're perif- talking about okay, genocide. The proliferation of weed, okay? Diaspora of weed. The diaspora of the spores of weed, okay? I don't have spores, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's called weed for a reason. It grows like a weed. Do you think stoners, Surprisingly, it should be su- it's surprisingly hard to grow, horticulture? though. No. Of course not, but they still do it because it grows like a weed. It's like trying to make. I think it's harder than you think. Like I mean, you look at the cost of like. I mean, maybe now with uh, that was the whole thing. Why I mentioned the vertical farming because now they have low energy LED lighting that you can use to light these things. Because if you're trying to do a a weed business, I mean, I read a cracked article one time about this. It's like so you can you know it's legit. (laughs) And they were talking about how hard it was to like grow your own you know grow your own weed using you got to set up all the lights and there's all the electrical expenses and then. If you have a bad crop and you got to, you know, basically like people who aren't farmers aren't very good at the whole farming thing. You know, farming's hard. Farming is hard. But it can be better if you have better practices like vertical farming. It's apparently growing quality that is difficult, according to this article. Yeah, like are you going to get shitty little weed plants? I mean, a bunch of shitty weed plants with no THC in them? That would be frustrating. It would be. Maybe make some hemp. Yeah. But hemp, yeah, might as well just grow hemp. Yeah. But can you, you, can, you couldn't grow hemp. Wait. How is hemp affected by this? Because before hemp was like had these all these unnecessary restrictions on them, even though it didn't have like hardly hemp, any THC I think, in it. I think hemp was recently opened up and to, to little to no fanfare. Oh, bummer! The hempire is growing. That's right. Anyway, we gotta get closing up on this podcast. <laughs> we were rambling at this. And point. with that, we'll end on weed. We'll end on weed, and maybe I'll keep it in. Maybe I won't. Mm. Who knows? It's a toss up. It's just like up. the hemp versus weed thing. Proposition one is passed already. Mm. Too late. And the more the merrier. We're not going to stop it. So, All right. From all of us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. See you later, Scottcastigators. Yeah. Yep, that's it. We're going to tell them to tune in for next week? Oh, you should tune in next thing. week for the episode 50. Oh, but what, what's so special about it? Uh, it's going to be taking place on my birthday. I guess that's pretty special, but what makes it more special? Sneaky D's going to be on. That's true. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah, you got that. that. That is a special thing. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was thinking of other specials coming. We got a lot of special. Well, you got a lot of special, well, got a lot special content coming. You got the big, fifth, the big 5-0. You got yeah. your, you know, which is your birthday bash. Yeah. And then you got, you got, you just had the Halloween ex- episode and then you're going to have Christmas. It's going to be good. Yeah. It is the season, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited too. Okay. Now I'll play the song.